The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, R&R Realty Group, Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And a very pleasant good evening and welcome to the Dowling Gym as we bring you our third doubleheader this week here on Iowa Catholic Radio of high school girls and boys basketball. From the Dowling Gym, Mark Hamadale joined by uh, our good man Steve Devenny recovering from a a bout of the uh, intestinal flu earlier this week. And he's rejoining me tonight once he gets through all the traffic and all the uh, snow that's going on right now as we are having a game tonight here at Dowling. It's Johnston and Dowling and the girls game. What a dandy. Number two Johnston, number three Dowling. These two teams played last game, a game-winning basket by uh, Johnston uh, freshman Molly Nelk who sank the uh, uh, off a stolen pass at the end of uh, regulation. Won the game in regulation for Johnston the first time these two teams met and the second game is tonight between these top three teams and uh, we're going to have a all here on Iowa Catholic Radio as uh, we're looking for a great night of basketball. The Dowling Boys game will follow, and we'll have that tonight. Let's take a look at some of the girls and boys basketball matchups tonight in the Central Iowa Metro League. Uh, here it's Johnson at Dowling. You're going to be tipping off here in about seven minutes as we are on time, actually ahead of time, as the JV game, uh, JV girls game won by uh, Johnston, 60-46. to 46. So, uh we will be starting early here tonight. A lot of activities going on. We'll be recognizing uh, some of the middle school uh, activities, including uh, the cheerleading and a lot of things going on between games at halftime of both games. So I hope you stay tuned for that. Urbandale is at Des Moines Ro- is at uh, number nine. Excuse me. Urbandale is at Ankeny tonight. Excuse me. Urbandale girls ranked ninth. 12th ranked Ames girls at number 10 Ankeny Centennial. These are all 615 tip-offs. Number 13, Valley Tigers back in the top 15. They're at number 5, Waukee tonight. And in Mason City, ranked 12th in Class 4A girls, they're at number 6, Southeast Pope. Marshalltown is at Fort Dodge. Hoover is at Lincoln. Roosevelt at East. And North is at Ottumwa. Tomorrow, there's a boys-only game in the CIML uh, as Des Moines East boys travel to Sioux City West. They'll tip off at 2.30 up there. And a girls' action tomorrow, Iowa City West is at the Valley Tigers, and that game will get underway at 3.30 at the Valley Gym. But tonight here, it's Johnston and Dowling. And what a series this has been between the uh, the two schools. Earlier this year, Johnston defeated Dowling, as I mentioned, 72-70 on a last-second basket by freshman Molly Nelk for the Johnston Dragons. Last year, Johnston defeated Dowling in both games, 74-64 at Johnston and 56-54 here at the Dowling Gym. So the Dragons come in with a three-game winning streak over the Maroons. Dowling leads the series as we go back about 12 years or so, 17-9 over Johnson in girls' play as uh, the Maroons are trying to come off a a three-game losing streak to the Dragons. Both teams come in tonight on winning streaks. The Johnson Dragons have won 11 in a row. Their only loss this year was, was to number seven Cedar Falls, Back on November 30th, that Saturday, they had uh, Co-College hosted a girls uh, tournament. Had about nine teams come in there. And 7th-ranked Cedar Falls upended the Johnson girls 58-57 for their only loss of the year. Since that game, 
The Dragons have went on an 11-game winning streak, beating number five, Waukee, by 10 points at Waukee earlier this year. They swept number 10, Centennial, by three and five points against the Jaguars. Beat Dowling, who is third third ranked this week, and they also have wins over number nine, Herberdale, and started the season off defeating the Valley Tigers by 34 points at the Valley Gym. So this has been a very tough Johnson team. The Maroons will find that out tonight if they haven't already. This is a great matchup here in the CIML. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons have won six in a row since their loss to Johnson back on uh, December 20th. Dowling's won eight of their last ten games. They're coming off wins over Ankeny, number 12 Ames, and coming off a win Tuesday night over number five Waukee, 79-65 here at the Dowling Gym, in a game you heard on Iowa Catholic Radio. One lineup change for uh, for Dowling. Uh, Ella McVeigh returns to the uh, uh, lineup, and uh, she will come off the bench tonight as Meg Simplot will get the start at that guard spot. Simplot and Julia Moore, the freshmen, have both been rotating starting for Ella. Ella's coming off a hamstring injury, and as we heard and mentioned on Monday night, uh, so that is uh, either a two days or six weeks type of rehab, and uh, athletic trainer uh, Del Lark here at Dowling, the longtime trainer, says, hey, she's ready to go, and Coach Meyer will start her off the bench. So good news for Dowling. They are now at full strength, and for the uh, Johnson Dragons, they are at full strength, and we will talk more about the Dragons when we return to our pregame show. We're live from the Dowling Gym tonight. It's number two Johnston, number three Dowling here in the girls' game, the boys' game to follow. And we'll get set with starting lineups the girls' contest coming up right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil joined now by Steve Devinney as we get set for number two, Johnson, number three, Dowling here in the girls' contest, game one of our doubleheader. And welcome back, Mr. Devinney. We gave you some shout-outs Tuesday night uh, during the uh, the contest. Hope you uh, were uh, rehabbing that uh, virus that kind of uh, came along on you unexpectedly. And we're glad you're back yeah. and ready tonight, Steve. I have no idea what it was, but it, thank goodness it only lasted about 24 hours. I was listening to you guys uh on the broadcast, it sounded like the Maroons played quite well. They did. That's probably their best game this year that we saw from the Dowling girls. Congratulations to them. Also, you are we are graced to uh, be right next to Mr. the Mr. Sub, Mr. Dave here at Dowling, as he's known. I don't think he's subbing anymore. Mr. David Keeley, yeah. longtime teacher here at Dowling, just lives on the other side of the soccer field, you know, his backyard. 
Uh, I, I see the soccer ball or two go in there. Matter of fact, I made sure a couple of my daughters, Aaron Kicks, went in his backyard. And I like it. He, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a, got a, not a bad crowd here for a night, and you were in, involved with the traffic. Uh, snow. It's, it's actually quite slick. Now it's starting to get yeah. slick because the temperature's going down yeah, a little bit. we got is. a lot of salt out, and we're playing basketball. So let's take a look, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Let's, Steve, let's take a look at our starting lineup tonight. He's just sitting next to Mr. Dave uh, Keeley, the longtime substitute teacher here at Dowling. And we'll start with the visitors from Johnston. Dragons on 11-game winning streak. They come in ranked number two with a 13-1 overall record. They're undefeated in Central Conference play, and this is a Central Conference game tonight, second time these two teams have met. They're 5-0 in conference play. The head coach is Chad Jellick. Jellick in his eighth year at Johnston, 134 wins, 49 losses. Assisted by Mark Hine, Brad Buchan, Jenny Cook, Isaac Rodenberg, and Chris... Christine, Christine Wolford. The Dragons will start their uh, their best player and their very talented four-year starter at guard, Maya McDermott. McDermott, a 5'5 senior, averaging 21.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 4 assists, and leads the team with 20 steals and 44 made threes. She's going to UNI next year. She'll wear number two. The other guard is Kinsey Jellick. I might mention that's the coach's daughter. Kinsey is a 5'10 junior, and Kinsey averages five points and three rebounds. We're number 14. The other uh, guard, the third guard, is Anna Gosling, second-leading three-point uh, shooter with 16 made threes, averaging eight-and-a-half points, two-and-a-half rebounds. Sure, we're number 20. One forward for Johnson, Kendall Need, a 5'11 senior, averaging 17 points, five rebounds, leads the team with 13 blocks. Sure, we're number 30, and finally, at center for Johnson, Maddie Mock, six-foot senior, averaging five points, seven and a half rebounds, and the co-leader in steals on the team with 20 and 11 blocks. Shore number 40. So it's McDermott, Jellick, and Gosling, the three guards, with Need and Mock in the post. Dragons come in averaging 66 points on offense. They give up just under 51 points on defense. And again, they bring a record of 13-1 to the game. Now for Dowling Catholic, the Maroons are ranked number three. They bring a six-game winning streak in the contest. Head coach Kristen Meyer in her fourth year, 68 wins, 19 losses. Dowling 12-2 on the season, 5-1 in Central Conference play, and their only loss was to Johnson. They'll start at one guard, Caitlin Clark, a 5'11 senior, averaging 34.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, short number 11. The other guard, Meg Simplot, 5'7 senior, averaging 4 points, 3.5 rebounds. The third guard is Emma Gipple, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging 5 points, 4.5 rebounds. At one forward is Grace Gaber, a 5'11 senior, averaging 9.5 points. And at center is Nye Tong, a 6'1 senior, averaging 5.5 points, 5 rebounds. And we'll take a break. When we come back, we will have the tip-off between Dowling and Johnson. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our... Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And our national anthem being played before in Johnston here at the Dowling Gym. And welcome back to our broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Special recognition for the cancer survivors here. It's Coaches versus Cancer game here at Dowling. And it's a pink out if you're coming. And uh, Steve Devaney, we've got a pretty good crowd. Considering the weather has gotten a little bit more sloppy and starting to freeze a little bit. But we're going to have high school basketball tonight. And that's a, that's a good thing. We haven't had that in a Friday night for a while. Yeah, no, it feels good. And uh, be a good uh be a good crowd as you say and uh boy the the johnston dragon girls pass the eye test don't they they have uh quality players at all the positions and it'd be a good challenge for the maroons tonight for sure no question about it and of course want to remind our listeners at halftime normally we have uh michael connor the dowling boys basketball coach on at halftime of the girls game kind of previewing the boys contest we're going to have a very special guest here tonight and that is Gene uh, Berger, the executive director of the Iowa Girls Athletic Union. And she will join us, uh, Steve, at halftime. And uh, as they get prepared for the upcoming state tournament, matter of fact, you see an extra camera here tonight. That's Iowa Public Television shooting a feature on Dowling's Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, who was named yesterday to the McDonald's All-American team. They select 25 high school seniors across the country. She out of 500, and, and Caitlin was uh, another accolade for her. And they're doing a little feature on here. So we have that uh, 
uh, going on here with that light shining at us yeah. <laughs> as Dowling wins the tip and has the ball here. Incredible career, and we're seeing uh, we get to see the last uh, however many games, depending on how far the Maroons go in the playoffs. Well, this is game 15, so they only have six more regular season games, and then the playoffs start. So Dowling with the ball, a little backdoor cut, shot up, and no good by Nye Tong. Great pass inside by Caitlin Clark from the left wing into Nye Tong in the paint. And the ball was slapped out of bounds. They say it went off an eye. Turnover against Dowling. Johnson will have the first, their first offensive possession. Yeah, good help defense there in the post by uh, Johnston, which you would expect, number two in the state. They get loose inside. Kendall Neat shot no good. Gets her own rebound. Put back the left hand no good. Rebound out of there by Dowling. And getting the start tonight, Meg Simplot at the off-guard spot. Now Clark for three. That's good. Right over Kendall Need. And Caitlin Clark with a Tamiya and Sons three-pointer to start up. And then Johnston down court. Need with the basket good as they push it up court, Steve. Wow. Yeah. They're explosive, number two in the state, and they uh, they push tempo at all times. And now a lob pass inside to Nye Tong, and the pass mishandled out of bounds. Turnover against the Maroons, and Caitlin trying to get Nye involved early. Yeah, and, and, and she was successful with that the other night. Uh, but... Uh, you know, on these big stages when there's so much on the line, number three versus number two, conference game, uh, sometimes you come out a little bit uh, a little bit tight. i got to get the lights shut off right now as one of the news. Oh, that was, that was just the news station. Not, that, not that, the, was, that was TV 13, Channel yeah. 5, or no, Channel 5. <laughs> They're probably here too. But uh, Iowa Public Television was not did not have the light. It was uh, TV 13 and Justin Cernsey, and they asked the officials and the Say, hey, can you uh, move the light? So they did. He just turned it, and we're underway. 3-2, to two, Dowling with the lead, and now a steal. Johnson works inside to need. Their leading score averaging 17 points and five rebounds. The Maroons with a shot. It's no good, but Nye Tong on the rebound. Her putback's no good, and a whistle and a foul. Maddie Mock with the rebound. Foul on Nye, and that'll be her first. Yeah. Maybe a couple shots by the Maroons. One for Caitlin, one for Nye that maybe could have gone, but... Uh... As I say, everybody's all jacked up here for the big game. Guess who's back in the ball game for the first time in about the last three or four? <laughs> Ella McVeigh. Ella makes just her. checked in. And she's coming off that hamstring injury. And I'll tell you what, she wouldn't be playing unless uh, Mr. Lark said that she was all right. And she's all right. So she's out there for substitution. And now Johnson on a turnover as they lob it inside. A pass from Jellick goes out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. As the Maroons lead it 3-2. to two. Six and a half minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Underneath, Clark goes around her defender and shoots and scores. And Caitlin Clark, another basket, as she went right around Kendall Need again. That's an interesting matchup, Steve. We'll have to keep an eye on. Yeah. Clark now with five, all five points. Now a three-pointer up and good by Maya McDermott. Ball screen out there at the top of the key, and uh, nobody switched off. Caitlin couldn't get through it, and so... Uh... Open three-pointer for uh, their best player. Here is McVeigh for three, and it's good! Welcome back, Ella McVeigh with a Tamiyan Suns three-pointer from the right corner. Dowling by three, eight to five. Yeah, that's big. And now a three-pointer by, by Maya McDermott, and here we go. The shootout has begun, tied at eight. Clark underneath, scoop shot up, it's good! The basket will count. How did she do that? And a foul on Johnston. It'll be on Need, her first. Wow. <laughs> wow. This and this is just the first two and a half minutes we're seeing this kind of play. No, it's and, incredible. I mean, it really is incredible. It is. What, what a great play there by uh, 
Clark off the dribble. And Need, who's really, really extremely valuable for Johnston, picks up her first. She cannot afford to get in foul trouble. Free throw is good by Caitlin Clark. She has eight points in the first three minutes of the contest. First two and a half minutes, I should say. Now, in the lane, a shot no good. They're going to wave it off. Need shot is no good. Foul is on Dowling, and they'll call it on Gipple. So yeah. Emma will pick up the foul. It's Caitlin Clark, along with Ella McVeigh now in the starting lineup, or in the lineup. Emma Gipple, Grace Gaber, and Nai Tong, the five and the four for Dowling. Here's Mock with it. Lisa Fragelic beyond the three-point out now to McDermott, who's guarded by Clark. Maya works the left side in the lane. Pull-up jumper off the glass too strong. Gets her own rebound. And then nobody boxes her out. And then a long three coming good. Maroons paid for that. Kendall Mead for three left wing. And she shoots and scores her you know, first three. You know, Caitlin was the one gardener, and then she acted like somebody else was the one who should box her out. I, I just I didn't see it. The ball tipped out of bounds as Clark going inside to Nai Tong. And tipped out of bounds by... The Dragons, as looking back on this uh, series between Dowling and Johnson the last uh, four years, Maya McDermott versus Caitlin Clark. Well, Caitlin won both games during the regular season. Her freshman and sophomore years, they played against each other. Maya won both games for Johnson last year. Three-pointer by McVeigh is no good, and the ball hits the guy wire. It's out of bounds. It'll be Johnson basketball. So it's 4-2 to two. Dowling or four to two Clark over McDermott, and then all of a sudden the the uh, Dragons win on a last second shot by Molly Nelk over there at December. So now it's four to three, <laughs> Dowling with the lead in the last four years. So that's the Clark McDermott matchup. How about that? For lack of a better term, now turnaround jumper good by Need from the left block. She's starting to heat up. Has seven points, Steve. Yeah, she can really play. She's a very good athlete. Gets up and down the court well and can score. Nice soft shooting touch. Thirteen to eleven, our score. Johnson with the lead, long three, up, good by Clark, and Need continues to try and guard her, and a dunk to me in Suns three-pointer for Caitlin Clark. She now has 11 points tonight. Back comes Johnson. Pull-up jumper left wing. It's no good by the Dragons, and that's Maddie Mock. Rebounded by Nai Tong, but stolen away in a basket by Kendall Need. Yeah. Uh, Nai had it, basically just came and took it from her like she uh, – you got to be strong with the ball. Well, she didn't count for everybody that went down uh, to play defense for Johnson. And now we got a tie-up a, on a ball that Gipple dribbled into some traffic and a jump ball called. Mark, the Maroons have to be careful not not to get, uh, you know, super frustrated. Right, right now, they're down by one. Both teams are playing well. But you can see, you can clearly see the frustration on the Maroons' faces. And, and when you play a team the caliber of Johnston, you know it's going to be a dogfight. You know that you're going to have balls stolen from you. Uh, they have to be up to that and keep their attitudes uh, good and strong. This is where you do the little things all the time. You don't have to worry about it. I'll turn around shot, bounces off the rim, and then the glass, and it goes through. Kendall Need with the, her 11th point here in the first quarter. Yeah, and she's, it's 17-14 Johnston, Steve. She's really got it going. Dowling with the ball. McVeigh with it, leaves it for Gaber. Now to Clark for three left wing. It's no good. McVeigh with the rebound. Gets it to Clark. Caitlin gets it out. They get it out top to Gaber. They work the right side. Gipple fakes a three and draws the foul to be on McDermott. Boy, nice shot fake there. Very good play by Gip to draw that first foul on Maya. So important to do the little things correct because you can get away with that in certain games, other games that makes no difference. The little things are going to count here both for Dowling and Johnson tonight. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and when you get into a game like this, you just have to, attitude is everything. you got to keep fighting through the adversity. And 
it seems like Johnston has a little bit better frame of mind collectively than the Maroon girls do at this point. Alexi Bowles was in for Nai Tong just briefly, and now she checks out. And Maroon's going with a smaller lineup as Julia Moore in there. So Dowling really was going without a, a post player. Clark fadeaway jumper. It might have been partially blocked. It was by Neat. Picked up by Gipple. Layup good. How about that? That's a big play right there on the uh, on the block shot attempt by Caitlin. Neat's given uh, Caitlin all she wants early. McDermott a three, top of the key. It's no good. Rebound Clark. 17-16, Johnson by one. Three minutes remaining, first quarter. Underneath, she feeds Gipple, a power dribble, gets it out to Gaber for three, left corner. Good! The Maroons retake the lead. 19-17 on a Tamiya Suns three-pointer by Grace Gaber. Mark, what a ball game so far. Oh, Incredible. This is awesome, and the place is full. Dowling and Johnson tonight here at the Dowling Gym. Forget the snow, forget the uh, sleet. We're playing ball. Blo- shot blocked by Julia Moore. That was McDermott's shot. And a whistle and a foul, they're going to call it, I believe, on Caitlin on the rebound. Let's see. Let's see if Clark gets the foul, and she does. That'll be her yeah. first. Excellent defense there. Uh, in Julia Moore, the freshman, you probably have the quickest maroon besides uh, besides uh, Ella McVeigh. And, and that really is valuable in a game like this when uh, you're defending other team who has very, very good athletes. Johnson with the basketball. Zoe Buchan in there, number four for the Dragons, a... 5-5 sophomore, dribbling with the basketball, gets it out to McDermott. Dowling going with uh, basically a four-guard offense other than Gaber, who's a forward, and now McDermott in the, a jumper and the runner in the lane. It's good. Maya McDermott dribble penetrates her eighth point. Yeah, in traffic. Heck of a move. At this pace, we're on we're on 100 point per, per, game, per team game. <laughs> All right, here's Gipple with it. Free throw line gets to Moore, dribbles in, leaves it for Gipple. Fakes the uh, shot, put, takes it inside, shot off the glass, no good. Rebound McVeigh out to Moore, and she loses it, but re- regains possession. Here's Clark for three right in co- front of Coach Jellick. Good! You can't let her get her feet set, Mark. My goodness, Clark with her third three of the night. She's got 14, another to me and Sons three-pointer. We always like to mention to me and Sons, a leaner in the lane by McDermott, no good. Knee with the rebound, can't get it to fall. Rebound out of there by Dowling. Here's Clark all the way down court. In the corner it goes. Three-pointer on the way. Good! How about that? Grace Gaber a corner three. That's her sixth point. And another to me in Suns three-pointer. It's 25-19. Dowling by six. Three-pointer by Johnston. No good. That's Molly Nelk with the miss. Rebound by Need, And she puts it through. And that's a two-point basket for Need. Left wing. She's got 13 here in the first half. The first wow. quarter. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> 25-21. Clark for three again. It's no good. McVay the rebound. The put back up and in right around McDermott. Yeah, How about that? Looked like McDermott maybe didn't quite get her boxed off. And uh, 27-21. Dowling by six. McDermott on the baseline. Has the ball nearly stolen away. And it is. Tipped away off of Clark. And it went right off the hands. Of Johnston's Molly Nell could be a Dowling basketball and Steve 43 seconds remaining in this very fast-paced first quarter. Possession arrow favors Dowling and the Maroons have a chance to the last shot if they want to hold it. Back in the days of Bob and Sharon, where we where we defended and, and threw the ball into the post, this might be a, a halftime score into the third quarter. <laughs> I love tonight. Bob and Sharon, We're but this is a different brand of basketball. First quarter is 27-21, Dowling girls leading Johnson. Number three versus number two. Underneath, Gaber with the shot, no good. Rebound and a put back up and in by Caitlin Clark, who has 16 first quarter points. 
Yeah, Co- Coach Jellick, uh, very, very frustrated with his kids for not blocking out on yeah. the defensive boards. There's McDermott with it down the lane. Her shot's no good. Neat tips it out, keeps it alive. Top of the key for three by Buchan. It's in and out, no good. Rebound Clark. Three seconds left. Caitlin at half court. The shot it will count if it goes, and it doesn't go. And we have come at the end of the first quarter of play here at the Dowling Gym with the score. Dowling, 29 Johnston 21 along with Steve Devinney. I'm Mark Amadale back with more from the Dowling Gym after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you construction professionals for underwriting our show Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the second quarter. Dowling with the lead, 29-21. The Maroons got the final shot of the first quarter. Now they had the first possession of the second quarter. Maroons going with, like their starting lineup, a fallaway jumper to start it off with. It's good by Caitlin Clark from 15 feet out on the baseline. Fall away there, Steve. And she's got 18. Now we got a whistle. Looks like a, a, a ball loose tip ball out of bounds. That, yeah, off of uh, Meg Simplot's foot. So it's Gipple, Nightong back in the Dowling lineup along with Grace Gaber, Caitlin Clark, and Meg Simplot, the five on the floor for the Maroons. And now a steal by Clark as with the basketball was Gosling. She lost it. Backdoor cut underneath to Nightong. Her shot is no good. A little too strong and rebounded by McDermott. And now the... Dragons running. Here's Need for three, and it's good. That's a nice transition that time by Johnston. Need with another three. Need might be able to play for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, she could have driven that in a little closer and settled for the three and knocked it down. She had thir- She's playing incredibly well right now. She had 13 of Johnston's 21 points in the first quarter. What's she now has 16. Average, Mark? Need comes in, averaging 17 points, five yeah, rebounds. I mean, she's just been out of her mind so far. And now pull-up jumper, right elbow. It's no good by Gipple of Dowling, and the rebound out to Johnson. Here's McDermott, who's now guarded by Clark, as she was a little bit in that first half. And now need the elbow, right elbow. Her shot no good, rebounded by Gipple. Emma Gipple, I think, has logged as many minutes as Clark in this first half for Dowling, and yeah. she's, uh, yeah. she's, she, she's a playing warrior. right through it. Yeah, yes, she is. She's a warrior there. on the. She does all the little things, and she'll fight on the boards. And... All right, here's Clark with it. Six and a half minutes remaining. Fallaway jumper, right wing, no good. Gipple with the rebound. Ball loose on the floor and picked up by McDermott. The other way we go. Johnson with it in the offensive end. Maya will launch three. It's blocked. Blocked by Simplot. But McDermott gets it back after Need saved it. Underneath McDermott, a leaner in the lane. No good. Rebound by McDermott and dishes it off to Need. Give and go. Layup good by Kendall Need with 18 points in the first half. Wow. Mark, the one thing that I've noticed with Caitlin a little bit, the pace of play has been so frantic. 
she could use a break, either a timeout or take her out for a minute. She was a little bit short on that last jump shot. She's tired. And a three-pointer by Gaber is up in good grace with her third three-pointer of the night. She's got nine points. The Dowling lead is now eight. Their largest of the game. You're exactly right. they got to find a time for that or maybe a timeout as both teams have not used one yet. And now a left-handed shot no good down the lane by Anna Gosling for Johnson. Rebound Dowling. Here's Clark with it. She works the left side going against Need. Now backs her up. Johnson stays man-to-man. Clark for three. It's off the mark. No good. Yeah, You're right. Tired. Rebound out to McDermott. Maya in transition. Gets to Jellick in oh. the lane. Shot the left hand. Good. Everybody left the ball anticipating she was going to pass. That's Goodness sake. Kinsey Jellick shoots and scores. It's 34-28. Dowling by six. Yeah. Under five minutes remaining in the first half. Reminder at halftime, we'll catch up with the executive director of the Iowa Girls Athletic Union. Gene Gerber will be our guest tonight. Now Clark backs in Jellick and suits and scores right block. So you she went high that. post that yeah. time. When she takes the ball in the basket like, or in the lane like that, you can't guard her. Clark with 20 points, and now Johnston with the basketball, and they lose it in the lane, and the Maroons will hold it. And Caitlin's going to get her breath here. Caitlin goes around Need and a reach-in foul on Need. Yeah. yeah, both teams are a little tired. Need reached, and I believe that's her second. That's let's, a big play. Let's see who we're going to And there get. was no doubt about the call. I mean, she just she wasn't moving her feet. She, you know, these kids are getting so tired from the pace of play. <laughs> what a crowd we it's have incredible. to feed off. Just like we had with uh, Waukee on Tuesday night, yeah. Steve. I know you weren't here, but we had a packed house and went around the balconies here, and we're getting that way tonight on a snowy night in Des Moines. 36-28, Dowling, four and a half minutes remaining. And now a shot at the left elbow, rolls off the rim, no good. Ball goes out of bounds, and it went off of uh, Johnson as Nai Tong tangled up with Maddie Mock. They say went off of Mock, it'll be Dowling basketball here, Steve. Yeah, Simplot with an open look. They, they appeared to be allowing her to take that 15-footer and just rolled off the rim. Good good wide open look. Well, Gipple comes out, and she may go in for Clark here in the next minute or so once she gets her breath. So they'll work that rotation. I'm guessing that's what Coach will do. They work underneath, Dowling with the ball. And here's uh, a long three. It's no good Good by the Maroons by Simplot. Great ball movement by the Maroons. That was Julia Moore who was trying for the assist. Now in transition, uh, three-pointer no good by Molly Nelk. Rebound Dowling. Maroons running two-on-one. Clark against Moore. Layup good. Clark and Moore with a two-on-one right around McDermott. Timeout. Johnston, this will be a 30-second timeout, and Caitlin Clark with 22 first-half points on a give-and-go. Yeah, incredible. Dowling 38, Johnston 28. Maroons' lead is now their largest of the night by 10 over the Johnston Dragons, who come in winning 11 in a row. Dowling girls come in winning 6 in a row. Is it some kind of a special night for the schools or anything? It seems like there's a lot of families. It's a pink-out night, and we also have recognition by uh, some of the uh, cheerleading, middle school cheerleaders are being recognized at some point. Tom just told me, he said, we got a lot of, lot of, uh, a lot Coach, of moving parts tonight. Coach Wilson, said. okay. Yeah, Coach yeah. Tom Wilson, the athletic director, head football guy. A lot oh. of moving parts. I'll tell you one thing. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's going to be, especially on the Dowling side, the Johnston side so far, there's plenty of seating behind us, but, uh, the Dowling side, uh, is probably about 85, 90% full. Want to recognize dental associates, Kemen, construction professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Mark Emmadale, Steve Devenny, 38-28. Johnson with the basketball out of their first timeout. Here's McDermott back in 
A defender in and lays it up and in. Nice move as she backed in the freshman, Julia Moore. Tremendous player. I mean, Maya have McDermott. have a good career at UNI. Oh, she will. Ten points now for McDermott. And it's 38-30. Eight-point lead for Dowling. Maroons have it. Nai Tong underneath. Nearly gets called for the three seconds. Gets out of the lane. The Maroons will reset as Johnson Steve has stayed in this man. The pace of play has uh, slowed a little bit. Which has allowed Caitlin Clark to catch her breath. Here's Gipple for three. It's no good. Ball loose in the floor. And Nai Tong around it, but so was Johnston. They say went out of bounds off of Zoe Buchan, who's in there for the Dragons. So it is McDermott and Buchan, along with Molly Nelk, off the bench for the Dragons. The fact that Need picked up her second foul for, for Johnston uh, allows Caitlin Clark a little bit easier matchup, and she just knocked down a three. <laughs> Another to be in yeah, three you, you were marking down a stat, and she just hit one right in your face there, Mark. 25 points for Caitlin Clark on another to me in Suns three pointer, and we're not, we got two and a half minutes remaining here in the first half. Dowling 41, Johnston 30. Maroons by 11 over the second ranked Dragons. Now Dowling's here's McDermott deep. trying to work off Buchan's ball screen. Now Buchan has it, 15 footer right wing, in and out, no good. Rebound Clark. What a first half she's had. Yeah, Dowling's defensive intensity is, is about as good as it's been all year. Now McDermott picks up her second foul on a reach in as Caitlin went right around her. Boy, they are playing. I'm saying they, Dowling is playing up tempo tonight. They're yeah. matching Johnson's energy. Yeah, Johnson, uh, much like Southeast Polk, much like Waukee, they have five pretty good athletes, you know, at every position. And uh, Maroon's player for, play, for player aren't quite as quick, but, boy, they're working real hard. And now Julia Moore turns the ball over, tried to be get the assist to Nai Tong, and better off maybe shooting, but yeah. went over against Dowling, and Lexi Bowles checks in for Dowling, replacing maybe Coach Nai Tong. Uh, should we read into the fact that Coach thought Nai should have maybe caught that because Nai had to take a little breather? Maybe. Could be. I thought Julia should have shot it. Yeah. Anytime you're in the lane, you need to shoot instead of pass. Now Johnson, Maddie Mock back in the lineup. Her shot is no good. Top of the key. Rebound. Who else? Caitlin Clark. Yeah. What a night she had. She had eight assists against Waukee. Yeah. And having, I, I can't say it enough, having need on the bench with two fouls has really hurt Johnston. She had eight assists along with her uh, quiet. 39 points. Corner three. three, three up pointer. and good by Gip. Gip. Yeah. Emma Gipple with another to me and Suns three point. That's her fifth point of the night. Dowling lead grows to 14. That is their largest lead. Here's McDermott with it. Dribble handoff goes to Nelk. Ball slapped away, and a whistle to reach in oh, foul shoot. on Gipple. Going to be her second. So it'll be the first Dowling player to be in foul trouble. Emma Gipple with two fouls. 14 fouls on Dowling, four on Johnson. Johnson, they split it amongst two players. Maya McDermott with two and Kendall Need with two. A substitution for both teams. Uh, Need is back in the game. And Coach, Coach Jellick will take a small chance with a minute 32 to go, with, and she already has her second foul. With McDermott. McDermott will come back on an offense-defense situation, you got to think. Oh, no, she's still in there, number two. Yeah, she's got it. Oh, excuse me. And then, yeah. Kate, I'm sorry, Caitlin, Kayla Frickenstein, 5'7", junior in there now for Johnson. McDermott has it top of the key. Pass goes to the right side to Jellick. Now I'll skip past top of the key to Need. She'll hand it off to McDermott. McDermott going at the left uh, elbow, uh, running jumper, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. They say went right off a knee as she was battling Caitlin Clark. Also in there for Johnson, Mitchell Frickenstein, and uh, Kinsey Jellick still in the ballgame. So. You know, as, as the score has changed and the Maroons have gotten more momentum, now now it looks like uh, 
the Johnston girls are laboring a little bit. Their body language isn't quite as good, similar to what the Maroons were early. 44-30, Dowling with a minute remaining here in the first half. Corner three up and good by Caitlin Clark. She's got 28 points in this first half, and that is her fifth three. 47-30, Maroons by 17. Johnson with the basketball in the front court. What a first half for Dallas. They've almost put 50 points up here. McDermott for three, and it rolls off the rim no good. Rebound cleared out of there by Clark. They're a little winded. Coach Jellick is very frustrated over there, very frustrated. Shots aren't falling. So this, this kind of probably reminds me a little bit of the uh, game in eastern Iowa. 25 seconds remaining. Now possession arrow favors Johnston. The Maroons are going to hold for the last shot with 18 seconds remaining, apparently, Steve. Yep. All right, here's McVeigh with us. McVeigh, Clark, Gaber, oh. Bowles, and Simplot, the five on the floor for Dowling. Eight seconds remaining. Bowles with it. Over to McVeigh. She'll launch the three. Uncontested. Good! 20-point lead for Dowling. Are you kidding? Our halftime score, Dowling 50, Johnston 30. Alongside Steve Davini, I'm Mark Amadale. Stay tuned. Our special guest is here as Gene Berger will join us here at halftime after the Dowling girls. Third-ranked Dowling leading number two Johnston 50-30 to at halftime. We'll return to the Dowling gym after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym tonight. Our halftime score is Dowling 50, Johnson 30, packed house. Lots of entertainment. Uh, middle school parochial kids being recognized here at halftime. My daughter's out there somewhere. As uh, I'm joined by Gene Berger, the executive director of the Iowa High School Girls Union. And, uh, Gene, thanks for joining us. I wanted to talk to you. I saw you a few weeks ago. I said, i got to have you on yeah, here at halftime. Yeah. And you're here, and thank you for coming. I know you kind of make the rounds on Tuesday and Friday nights yeah. watching basketball. Well, and, you know, all this pink tonight. It, it is pink be, out. It must be in honor of the Girls' Union, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you got your pink shoes on? You sure I do. do. Yeah. Ladies, Caitlin, Caitlin Clark's wearing pink shoes. I saw that. I really like an Iowa girl in pink shoes. Always. <laughs> now, you've got an interesting resume. Gene Berger is the executive director of the Iowa Girls Athletic Union. And in other words, you're the gal in charge. Yeah. But, but you graduated the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. You spent some time as administrator at Drake, where I got to know you. Yeah. Then you went up to UNI. Yeah. You, you've hit all, you hit three of the 
big one, big four universities except for Iowa State. So you've got a lot of connections to this state, Gene. I do. Born and raised, winter set. In fact, I was thinking a 50-30 <laughs> halftime score takes me back to six on six. Oh, my it? goodness. All these, all these shooters on the court tonight. How fun is this to watch? My so goodness. much fun, yes. 29 points in the first half, yeah. first quarter by Dallas. I put know. up 21 in the second. Wow. And poor Coach Jellick, who I know very well. <laughs> These guys, we, girls, we got to guard somebody tonight. But Dowling is just shooting she, very well. Very, very well. Yes, I see uh, sure. I, Iowa Public Television, who will be broadcasting the games at the state yes. tournament, the uh, finals. Yes. They're here shooting a piece on Caitlin tonight. And how about Miss Caitlin Clark of Dowling? What do you think about her? Do you hear about her in the office much? Not much at all, hardly. <laughs> but, you know, um, I was thinking about that today, Mark, because I've seen her play this year a couple of times. Um, but uh, two things. One, how much she's grown, both not in just her talent and hard work and all that, but, you know, her demeanor on the court, her maturity on the court, how she makes everybody better. You know, four years ago when I saw her and now here, what a growth. And, and that's a real testament to her hard work, but awesome. The other thing is she had her pick of where she could go. She did. And I'm sure it was a very tough decision, but gosh, I'm glad she's staying so we can watch her play. I really am very, very happy for all of us who want to see her play at the next level and see what she can do. Well, Iowa and Iowa State, both here in the state, along with Notre Dame, I really thought, personally, I thought she was going to Notre Dame, but she went to your alma mater, going to Iowa next year. And, you know, if Coach Bluter and Coach Jensen don't do much to screw up, it'll be a great... (laughs) (laughs) I hope they're not listening, by the way, but, you know... What a year they're having over there. Yes, awesome year. So I'm really, I'm really happy about that because I think it's important for girls, young girls, to look at see right. that they can be and she's really been a great ambassador for that well, Caitlin, she, Caitlin, well, has, yeah. Caitlin Clark we're talking about um, as a visit with uh, Gene Berger Caitlin's uh, you know look at her accolades she played on that uh, just named yesterday to the McDonald's All-America yeah. team the last Iowa player to do that was Kia Stokes over at Linmar yeah. who ended up going and playing at UConn but Kia was part of that and they don't take too many from Iowa. There are 500 nominated, and Caitlin got in the top 25, and she'll play in the All-Star game in Houston on April 1st. That'll be awesome for her. I I really, it's going to be a great experience for her, and it's going to help her grow so much. Visit with uh, Gene Berger from the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union here at halftime. The Dowling Girls lead Johnston 50-30. to In the background, you hear all the middle school students and their cheers and elementary students all out there, and uh, Dowling cheerleaders helping them along. Well, it's hard to believe, Gene. This is uh, what you're starting your fourth year. <laughs> I'm in the middle of it, fourth year. Middle of fourth yes. year at the girls' union, after being at Northern Iowa nine years, Drake seventeen years, and I know Kristen Myers on the basketball advisory committee she for is. Dowling. Yeah, yes. she used to coach at Nevada and yeah. won a state title up there. I think yeah. you handed her a trophy once, one or, time, like when <laughs> the first or second year. But uh, people are always were wondering now. Okay, when's the brackets going to come yeah. out for girls basketball? Who do we play? Who do we need to get in line for? And your guys got all that going on, oh. and the, the dates are coming out. We are really well, well into it. We're actually going to be a week later because the calendar year. Because um, of, is that right? Well, yes, and also because we. Uh, are waiting a week later to watch as many games as possible. I see. So normally we we give you a couple weeks to figure it out, 
And I think some of the history on that, Mark, is um, before technology, if you were going to scout who you were going to play or whatever. But now everybody kind of has huddle. and Sure, all know. the scouting. Um, so we're a week later. We're the 5th and 6th and the 12th and 13th, depending on your class. 1, 2, and 3 are early February, and then 4 and 5A. Uh, in Dallings in 5A will be Wednesday, Thursday. So that really falls on the shoulders of Gary Ross for the most part. But, um, of course, we all have input. We're all out watching them. Um, but everybody's anxious for them. Uh, I'd like to think we're transparent enough that if you can't kind of figure it out, you're not paying attention. So <laughs> you have you know, any guesses? <laughs> you, well, first of all, you're very transparent because I like how the girls' union, and they do this in softball, they do it in volleyball, and they do it in basketball. Yeah. Your ratings may, mean a lot because if you're – and you have top 15 ratings for the most classes, those are your top seeds. Yes. And then you got to figure out at number 16, and then you fill in from there, mostly geographic a little bit. Yep. But I like that. Yep. And the, the coaches love it. You you pretty much know if um, we try to get the eight best teams, however you want to define that. We have sure. rankings and things. But sure. we try to get the eight best teams to state. So we're not, we don't want the number one and the number two to play early. We want that in the championship mm-hmm. game. So if you look at that, and you you know, particularly in 5A when there's only 40 teams, and you, you figure out who's one, two, three, four, five, you know, you sure. place one power team in each region, and then you kind of go geography and figure it out from there. So it's not that complicated if you really pay attention to it. You know what? We can all wait till February. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the classes 1A, 2A, 3A. Those the regional brackets will be announced on February 5th and 6th. That's a Wednesday and Thursday. The big schools like Dowling in Class 5A mm-hmm. and the 4As. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, February 12th and 13th. So right before Valentine's Day, everybody yes. will know where they're playing. And they'll send all the love they have for us to the girls' union. This is with Gene Berger, our halftime guest here. Dowling leading Johnston 50-30. to 30. Got a little extra time. What a perfect night to have you on. Oh, Usually good. we get that flying 10 minutes, and we're, <laughs> we got to start the second half. But, Gene, I have to ask you, you know, you, you talk about the state tournament. What a production it is down there that you guys yeah. do. It's one of the best state tournaments, girls or boys, here in the Midwest. The entertainment. The kids, the staff that you have, and the people that volunteer their time each and every year. And Iowa Public Television broadcasting the uh, finals statewide for free. That is awesome. And it's every every halftime, there's something going on. Between games, there's something going on. Gene, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that are behind that. Oh, we t- it takes a lot of people. And it takes uh, all year long to mm-hmm. get ready for it. Um, you know, I'm excited this year because our 50-year team is Montezuma. And Sandy Van Cleve, 50 years ago, they won their second state title. And so that would be awesome. And, one you know, class, right? One Back class, then, yeah. 16 teams. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, Montezuma is one of the top two teams in 1A. Mm-hmm. And uh, wouldn't it be nice if Montezuma girls are there when we bring the Montezuma team back? So, you know, there's such a history to Wells Fargo and, and um, uh, Chris Conley and his staff. They treat us royally down there. So, uh it's a great atmosphere. We love it there. Gene, I know when you started back in the business, back when you were in college and seeing all this, the Iowa girl, girls in general have come a long ways yeah. in, in this sport, in all the sports. You have 10 sanctioned sports, and then, of course, you're with the music folks and, yep. and all that. That is so that is tremendous for a young girl who has an opportunity, and there are many opportunities. You look at college scholarships, for one, yes. whether it's in cheerleading all the way to basketball, right. volleyball, that is yep. tremendous. And I think that's important for Iowans to know whether you had all boys or all girls, whatever. It's good to know that. Yeah, you know, uh, for participation-wise, Iowa, when you think about our our 
population. Mm -hmm. We're in the top 10 in the country in participation when you consider our population. So that says something about us. But, you know, this will be our 101st state basketball tournament. Most states aren't even at 50. Is that right? Yeah, so we've had an opportunity for a long time for the Iowa girl to show her skills. And, you know, what they learn in basketball or whatever sport they're playing carries over. I mean, for goodness sakes, our governor was an Iowa girl. That's right. She played against me, Interstate 35. Oh. So I go way back with the governor. But well, Those are sellout crowds, oh, yes, winners no at day. night 35. <laughs> I could just hear that. Softball, too. But... You know, we just have a long history and tradition of it being important and mm-hmm. okay for girls to be good in a sport. And so uh, you can't replicate that. Um, and it's so, so important for the confidence and what they develop uh, when they move out into the real world. Well said, Gene. Visit with Gene Berger, our halftime guest. Dowling and Johnson here at halftime. Dowling leading Johnson 50-30 to in the girls' game. And one mess, I'll leave with one final thought before we get to the second half. Gene, one thing you can say to our listeners out there, whether it be about sports or something in general, uh, I'll leave you with the message you want our listeners to uh, to know that you, maybe they don't know. Well, you know, I think I would take the opportunity to uh, just encourage everybody to keep everything in perspective a little bit. Sportsmanship. Sportsmanship. And, and more than anything, I think it's just a time where we need to be kind to people. Mm. We just need to be kind. We don't need to yell at our coaches. We don't need to yell at our kids playing. They're doing the best that we can. And goodness knows we don't need to yell at the officials. because We need need to cheer for the coaches, cheer for the players, and cheer for the teams and the time and effort they put in. Just be kind to one another is what I would tell you. Great message, Gene. (laughs) Hey, Happy New Year, first of all. And second of all, thank you for taking time out of your night. Where else are you going to go? you probably got about three games picked out. Only for you, sir. Only for you. (laughs) You're a dear. Thanks for having me. Gene, thank you. Gene Berger from the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union. We'll take a break. Our halftime score, Dowling 50, Johnson 30 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym underway here in the second half. Both teams missing shots on their opening possession. Now Johnson down the lane with McDermott. She shoots and scores. Maya McDermott, who had 10 first-half points for the Dragons, now has 12. And the Dowling lead is now 18, 50-32 to 32 over second-ranked Johnson. Mark Amadil, Steve Devenny, thanks to Gene Berger, the girls uh, from the Iowa 
High School Girls Union. And, Steve, what a first half we saw. Now turnover by Dowling as the Maroons now have come up empty in their first two possessions of the third quarter. Yeah, that was a thing of beauty that first half for sure. Certainly was. Johnson trying to cut into that. Jellick with it out to McDermott for three. Good! Maya McDermott with the three. So she's got five of her 15 points here in the third quarter. We know two things, Mark. Maroons can't play any better. Not that they won't play well again, but you know that Johnson's not going to quit. And they got great athletes, and the Maroons are going to have to play well this half to to maintain. Now, they're trying to pull them out of the little zone here. And, they're uh, content. The Maroons are content to hold the ball out there toward the uh, midcourt line. Now, they'll dribble handoff to McVeigh. It's McVeigh, Gaber, Clark, Gipple, and Nye Tong, the five on the floor for Dowling. Here's Clark with a three-point line extended. At the free throw line, now pull up jumper, right elbow, good, right over Kendall Need, who's guarded her most of the night. Yeah, Need's a great player, but that time she had her palms to the heavens as if to say, what else can I do? <laughs> and she can't do anything. Caitlin's just that good. She's going to the McDonald's All-American game for a reason. And Gene uh, Berger talked about Caitlin's career and how much she's grown from her freshman four-year starter with McDermott. Yep. Johnson with the ball, 52-35 Dowling. Corner three by Jellick is good. So the coach's daughter, Kinsey Jellick, drills a corner drills a corner three from the left side. That's her first three of the night. She's got five points, and it's 52-38 Dowling. Five and a half minutes remaining, third quarter from the Dowling gym. Place is packed. What a performance by the elementary middle school cheerleaders at halftime with lots of help from the Dowling cheerleaders. They did a great job. I for now the- know why all the people were here, Mark. <laughs> now you and know. now some of them have left because the four- and five- and six-year-old little girls have to go home and get to bed. Now a long three by McVeigh is good from the top of the key. And, boy, after that layoff, Ella has knocked down two threes tonight. She's got eight points off the bench, 55-38 Dowling. Boy, when she shoots it like that and the rest of the supporting cast shoots it like that, the Maroons are a tough out. And Algelic for three again. It's good. So the Kinsey with her eighth point, six of those here in the second half, 55-41 Dowling. And Maroons now with the basketball. Johnson has went back to their man-to-man and gotten out of that zone that Dowling pulled them out. Now Clark for three coming off a ball screen by Gipple, and it's no good from the top of the key, and a rebound out to Johnson. Dragons going right to left in their road purple uniforms. Long three by Gosling is no good. That was uh, that was Caitlin Clark <laughs> way beyond yeah. the arc. <laughs> That might have been a little bit deep, but, wow. uh, hey, Johnson's hanging around, and they're going to put pressure on the Maroons, and that's what you would expect in a game of this magnitude. In a game of this magnitude, uh, Steve, we've only had one free throw shot, and it's that been... was by Caitlin Clark on the first possession of the ball game. Johnson has not attempted the free throw, and Dowling's one for one, and now they're working inside, Good and Gosling play. with the basket. Nice play. Yeah, nice inbounds play, well-designed, and a little wide-open layup on the block, and guess what? Maroons are up by 12. Anna Gosling with her first basket. She's the second-leading three-point shooter for Johnston. Dowling with the ball, now a dribble handoff, going to Clark, guarded by Need. Down the lane she goes, flips the shot, no good. Tip, no good, rebound McVeigh. Clark on the baseline, pull-up jumper, good. Ten-footer and a timeout called by Johnston as they force Clark into a bad shot, but the ball kept alive by Nye Tong and by uh McVeigh and gave Clark another opportunity. She has 32 points. Yeah, Coach Jellick's upset now with uh, kids not boxing out. I mean, he's really 
he's really frustrated. And give all the credit to the Maroons. You know, the, the kids that game in and game out do some of the little things and get the hustle plays that comes to mind maybe is Emma Gipple and, uh, and Ella McVeigh. And, and Ella was right there on the spot again for that offensive board. Tipped it out to Caitlin for a wide-open 12-footer. Take a look at the scoring for Johnson in the first half. Kendall Need leading the way with 18 points. She has yet to score here in the second half. Ten points for Maya McDermott and two points for Kinsey Jellick. Again, the Dragons go, do not attempt a free throw in that uh, first half. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons were led by Caitlin Clark with 28 points at halftime. She now has 32 points. Nine points for Grace Gaber. Nai Tong did not score in the first half. Neither did Lexi Bowles in the the post position off the bench for Dowling Ella McVeigh with five points and Emma Gipple with five points so that's the uh, leading scorers now Clark in transition off a Johnston miss it's her shot is no good from the three-point range rebound cleared out of there by Johnson the ball stolen away and tipped by Dowling and retrieved by Dowling McVeigh with hustle there Steve there she is again how about that some runes now with it Gipple in the lane cut off now a Euro step, shot with the left hand, good. How about that move with the left hand, Emma Gipple? Up and under for Emma. That's a big basket. Maroon's trying to maintain this lead, this little cushion. Back to 16. And now in the lane, a shot by Johnson, no good. Need with the loose ball and loses it out of bounds. It'll be Dowling possession. And we've got substitutions now for the Maroons as Meg Simplot, who started the game, now re-enters for the first time here in the second half, Steve. Yeah, no, good uh, Good minutes by uh, Ella. Hamstring appears to be holding up pretty well. Well, you what? have Del Lark, the athletic trainer, oh Hall of Famer. taking care of that. You you aren't kidding. Been Fif- here for however many years. <laughs> 59-43, Dowling, 240 remaining. Clark underneath, got too deep. Shot partially blocked by Mock, and it is retrieved out of there. There's a scrum for it, rebound need. Now to McDermott in transition. Their shot is up, and an offensive foul called on need. As she just... Uh, I didn't see that. She threw her elbow right at Clark and hits the floor, and Kendall will have her third foul. Yeah. Looked over at the bench as if to say, please don't take me out. Also questioned the call. Now Coach Jellick's questioning the call. Our I didn't really night, see it. Yeah, officials tonight doing a great job. Michael Lawler, Tyler Easton, and Jason Allens. And Tyler Easton is the one who's having the conversation who made the call. And she just flung her elbow or something right at Caitlin, who was trying to get behind her, okay. and hits the floor. Clark wasn't disturbed by that. Gaber with it now, dowling on the with the basketball. 59-43 underneath Lexi Bowles. Her shot left elbow, no good. Or rather, left block, no good. Rebound McDermott. And she dribbles in the front court. Leaves it for Mock for three. It's in and out, no good. Rebound Clark and Dowling. Pass, pace, two minutes remaining in the third quarter. Yeah, the scoring has slowed down for the Maroons, certainly, but you couldn't keep up that pace they had in the first half. Clark, a pull-up jumper just inside the three-point line, no good. She has the floor. Now Johnson to run out the other way. Layup good by Jellick. She's got eight of her ten points here. You know what's a little surprising, uh, Mark? The Maroons' post players, neither Nye or Lexi Bowles have scored tonight, and the Maroons are, are, are clinging to a 14-point lead, which is surprising, and a credit to the other kids who have scored. Dowling with the ball. They double-team Clark to get in the corner to Moore. Julia for three, and it's no good by the freshman. Rebound slapped around as Bowles hits it in the hands of McDermott. Maya dribbles in the front court. Guarded by Moore. Inside it goes to Mock. Her reverse layup up, and no good. Drew the foul. And the first two free throws for Johnson will be shot right now as the foul will be on Looks like Meg Simplot picking up the foul. Her first, team foul number one on Dowling here in the second half. And two free throws coming for Maddie Mock. And she has been held scoreless tonight for Johnston. 
And the first free throw in and out, no good. Is that their first attempt of the, of the it evening? It is, yeah. yep. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by R&R Realty Group, Catholic Tuition Organization, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and Mercy One. As Julia Moore and Grace Gaber check out of the Dowling lineup. You know, the Maroons tonight, it's worth mentioning, have limited the rotation mark to just eight players. And uh, three versus two, they keep rotating, trying to keep kids fresh. But uh, the bench has shortened a little bit, which is not not unusual for a game uh, when you got two versus three. All right, second free throw coming for Mock, and she'll be replaced in the lineup by uh, Molly Nelk if she makes it. Second free throw, good. So Mock with her first point of the night, and that's Johnson's first free throw. Mark it down, 118 of the third quarter is when the Dragons went to the free throw line, 59-46, Dowling by 13. The Maroons' largest lead was at halftime by 20. I'd say this is a little precarious, Mark, honestly. Dowling with the basketball. They need to keep that cushion, build on that lead. There's McVeigh with it. Face guarding Caitlin Clark, not allowing her to get it back. Yeah, McDermott is uh, doing the face guard, or Zoe Buchan, rather, is face guarding Clark. Dowling content to let the clock wind. Here's Gipple with it. Dribbles between the circles. Hands it off to Clark. And a whistle and a reaching foul on McDermott. And on Maya, that'll be her third. So she and Need no, both I, with three. I think that was uh, uh, foul on number four. Uh, did you say Buker? Is that her name? Buker. I apologize. That was on her. Yeah. Buchan. I'm sorry. Buchan. I'm sorry. And that is her second. It is not on McDermott. So she remains in the game with two. 59-46. Dowling, and they have the basketball. Timeouts. Johnson with three. Dowling with five remaining. Here's Gipple with it, and she's. Reached in from behind, and Buchan picks up the foul. That'll be her third, two right back to back. Stops the clock with 35 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 59, Johnson 46 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. In the Dowling lineup, Meg Simplot in there along with Gipple, Bowles, Clark, McVeigh. Now here's Gipple dribbling baseline, pull-up jumper, good! Rolls around the cylinder and goes in. Good aggressiveness there, Buchan was guarding her. Buchan has the three fouls, and so she had to be a little bit careful. Gipple with seven points, 61-46 Dowling, 15 seconds remaining. Here's McDermott with it. Who else? And she is guarded by Meg Simplot. And now whistling a foul on McVeigh as McDermott hits the deck. So on Ella, that's her first. McVeigh, good sportsmanship and a lot of respect for the opponent, helped uh, McDermott up. One thing I noticed with McDermott, we didn't see her the first time this year over at Johnson's. We did not broadcast that game. But uh, Maya has doesn't have that long. Well, she has long hair, but she has it all tied up in pigtails tonight. Usually she's got it flowing out there. Yeah. McDermott launches a three at the horn and banks off the glass. No good. And we have come to the end of three quarters of play here at the Dowling Gym. And the Maroons lead it 61-46 over number two Johnston. We'll be back with the fourth quarter in one minute along with Steve Devinney, I'm Mark Amadale. David Beltram is our studio producer. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel.
Thank you to Tumia & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumia & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TumiaAndSons.net. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. Support Catholic Media. What an incredible gift Catholic Media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out. Because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Back here at the Dowling Gym, underway in the fourth quarter as the Maroons outscore, or rather Johnson outscoring Dowling 16-11 to in that third quarter. Dowling with the first possession, and they get it inside to Naitong. She throws it away. Johnson on the run out, and Gosling off the glass, good on the layup. Uh, uh, Caitlin Clark tried to assist Nye. The ball was tipped by Johnston, and Nye saved it. Would have been the Maroons' ball out of bounds, and now... Uh, Johnston with a quick conversion at the other end, so the lead is 13 for the Maroons. 61-48, Dowling, seven and a half minutes remaining. Clark with it, dribbles in the lane, shot with the right hand, up and good. She went right around Need, who's been guarding her all night. Clark with 34 points, her first basket of the uh, fourth quarter. Now Johnson with the ball on their offensive end. They go right to left, wearing their all-purple uniforms tonight with white numbers and letters. Underneath, posting up. Gosling shot in the right block, no good. Dowling with the rebound, poked out of her hands. Jellick with the steal. To McDermott for three, it's no good. And the rebound, Gosling with the foul, the rebound. Nice job that time by Simplot boxing out, and she drew the foul. Big time box out right there by Meg Simplot. Big time. So it'll be Dowling basketball. Team fouls, not been a whole lot tonight. We had one free throw in the first half shot. Fourth team foul on Johnson here in the second half. Dowling with two. Now we're seeing some full-court pressure for the first time. Well, kind of token. They just let that first pass get in, and then they get back, and McVale dribbled up against McDermott. Ella drew the foul. That'll be once again on Gosling. Yeah, that was a friendly call for the Maroons. Uh, Didn't appear to be a whole lot of contact. but Well, the Maroons are doing that dribble handoff beyond the three-point line, and it's usually McVale, Clark, and Gipple, yep. that time they, that handoff, Gosling got in there and committed the foul. Here's Clark for three right wing. It's off the mark, no good. Rebound comes out to Maddie Mock, and now a steal by McVeigh and a foul in the backcourt on McDermott. Yeah, frustration oh. foul by McDermott. Great steal there by uh, Ella McVeigh. Wow. So McDermott with her third foul. Out of nowhere after the defensive rebound by uh, Johnston, Ella came and just picked the pocket. Well, they have her down for two. I got her for three. Maybe. Got one wrong here. Yeah. Nonetheless, Dowling with the ball. Pull-up jumper on the left wing. In and out, no good. Tong battling for the rebound. Bodies on the floor. Nice battle. And they're going to call a we got a jump ball. Yep. Possession arrow looks like Johnston. And it will be. Good hustle that time. On the on the floor for Johnston. Jellick and Mock along with Tong of Dowling. <laughs> what a scrum. Kids are going after it tonight. Yeah, it's really 
highly intense game. We talked this, about this battle between Johnson and Dowling. McDermott, a four-year starter. She started midway through her freshman year. And Caitlin Clark, a four-year starter for Dowling. And Clark has the advantage of the fouls on McVeigh as Johnson in the front court. That's her second foul. Yeah. And uh, Dowling winning the first four games in their freshman and sophomore years. Johnson sweeping last year and won the first game this year. So it's four to three in the series. And now a missed shot, but a put back up and good by Kendall Need after the missed shot by, was that uh, McDermott with the miss or Buchan? Uh, that was uh, Buchan. So Need with the basket. That's her first the second half. She's got 20 points for the Dragons. Dowling with the ball, 63-50. The Maroons by 13. Clark backs in. Her shot no good. Gets her own rebound. And a put back up and in as Jellick tried to guard her there. Yeah, that's a tough guard for Jellick. They got switched off on a mismatch, and Caitlin knew it to the advantage. Caitlin Clark, 36 points to lead Dowling. She's only been in the free throw line once tonight where she's one for one. 65-50 Maroons. Here's Gosling with it in the lane. Cut off. Leaves it for Need. Her shot, or rather her, the ball poked away, and it'll be Dowling basketball. Need was better off not taking that extra dribble yeah. as she went from the right down the right side she, of the lane. Yeah, she really moves well without the ball. She backdoor cut and then just couldn't handle it on the layup. Well, we got a full timeout called, and we'll take one ourselves with 5.17 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling Catholic 65, Johnson 50 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym alongside Steve Devaney, Mark Hamadale, out of the timeout that was called by Dowling. Maroons have four timeouts remaining. Johnson has three. We have five minutes, ten seconds remaining. Fourth quarter, Dowling by 15 over second-ranked Johnson. Here's McVeigh for three as the Maroons break the press. Shot is no good from the right wing. Rebound Maya McDermott, and she dribbles in the front court for Johnson. Down the right side. Dribble handoff goes to Nelk, who... Beat Dowling with a shot at the buzzer the last meeting. The yeah. freshman off the bench. Now a bad pass that time by Johnson. Another dragon turnover. Tom Faber, Caitlin Clark's uh, uncle by marriage over in Omaha, just checked in. Uh, had a couple daughters play at Dowling who were fantastic players. You have a lot of listeners checking in. I know uh, one of them or two of them, Bob and Sharon Hansen, are frequent listeners. And they're interesting on the uh, some of your calls as a color commentator. Uh, <laughs> that's what they told hey, me. Hey, listen. Here's Clark I'm... in the lane for, for two, and it's good. I'm sure they question everything that I say, but uh, with six state titles for them and zero for me, they're probably spot on. <laughs> hey, on that play there, Caitlin scored in traffic to give the Maroons a 17-point advantage and then uh, tipped the ball out of bounds. They yep. gave the Dowling team a warning for delay of game. Yep, 67-50 Maroons. 
Johnson with the basketball. They go right to left towards the, the south basket here at the Dowling Gym, which, by the way, is packed. And people on the uh, by need is no good. And the ball tipped out of bounds. And they say it went off of Molly Nelk. Yeah, I mentioned that young freshman who had the game winner against Dowling. She had a bunch of threes in that game yeah. in the second half. What a game. We didn't see the game, Steve, so I'm yep. just taking everybody's word. Nope. <laughs> Maroons have a, done a nice job against the token pressure there, full court by Johnston. They get it into the front court, and they're really well prepared tonight. They're, everything's executing well, and they know what Johnston's trying to do offensively. They've, they've jumped a couple screens. Well, Need guarding Clark, still pull-up jumper on uh, Clark on Need rather. It's no good as Caitlin took her baseline pull-up jumper from five feet, rolled over the rim, and rolled, rolled off the rim rather, and rebounded by Johnson. Dragons in the front court. Under four minutes remaining. This is Jellick. Works the left side. Her shot partially blocked and into the hands. That was Gipple with the block, and Clark has it. Wow. I think maybe Caitlin did both. She blocked it and then recovered it before it could go out of bounds. Uh, Gipple was guarding her. Now we're going to have a foul on Jellick. That'll be a bonus for the Maroons, Mark. That's the team's uh, seventh foul. It'll be Meg Simplot for uh, one Jellick, of the bonus. Yeah, Jellick with her first. You're right. 17 foul on the Dragons. Three team fouls on Dowling and free throws coming for the Maroons. And this is Meg Simplot who got the start at guard tonight. No points, but she's done a lot defensively. The little things that may not show up in the box score. Free throw up and rolls around the rim. No good. Rolls off. Rebound mock. Now she throws it away right in the hands of Gipple. Gipple got uh, tipped it in the passing lane. She didn't see that Gipple was still behind her after she got the board. Now here comes Need and Dallin trying to hold the ball. Clark beyond the three-point arc and draws the foul. Need with the foul. Boy, Clark is so heady. That's her fourth foul. Yeah. I'm telling Caitlin you. going to the line. Need is really good, Mark. I'm saying she's an all-conference type player. No question. And she just doesn't, she just She just can't contain Caitlin. It's no It's no offense to her, but Caitlin, uh, well, nobody was, can contain her. Need had 18 points at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Clark had 28 points at halftime, and Need has only scored two points here in the second half. And I think you're seeing the effects of that first half for both teams. The game has slowed down a little bit. They're still playing intense, but Steve, it's not yeah. the energy we saw in that first no. half. Free throw good by Clark. There, there's no way that either team could keep that up the entire game. That was incredible. Caitlin with 39 points, make it 40. Second free throw good. 40 points for Caitlin Clark. And on the night, she's hit five threes. 69-50, Dowling by 19. 3.15 remaining, fourth quarter. McDermott with it in the front court for Johnston. Dowling stays man-to-man. We haven't seen a zone by the Maroons tonight. McDermott down in traffic on the right side. Her shot no good. Rebound Gaber. Ball nearly stolen away as Gaber almost had a breakout, but McDermott tracks it down, and Buchan helped too. Underneath is McVeigh, and the layup is good. All the Maroons were stuck at half court, and so the Johnson defenders were all at half court, and then she sneaks back behind uh, the defense and gets a... A wide-open look. That's incredible. 21 yep. points to the lead now. Ella McVeigh, who missed two games due to a hamstring energy, and now a shot blocked by Gipple, but rebounded by Johnson, and Nelk puts it through, and a timeout by Johnston. And Molly Nelk with her first basket, and this will be a full timeout, so we'll take one ourselves. Two minutes, 40 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling, 71. Johnston, 52 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. 
cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Two minutes, 40 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling leading Johnston, 71-52. Dowling girls ranked third, Johnston second. And Johnston winning the first meeting between these two teams back on December 20th, 72-70, the final score there. But Dowling in control here. And now Clark gets loose, and she shoots and scores. She's up to 42 points tonight, 73-52. Dowling, Steve, with their largest lead of 21. Yeah, no, uh, with two minutes and 13 seconds to go, uh, it's been a, a good battle by both sides, but this ball game's over, Mark. Maroons have played very well tonight. Corner three from the left side, no good by Kendall Need. Rebound comes out to Dowling. The Maroons are just going to walk it across the front court. Ah. And now Clark, dribbling between two defenders, tries to get it to her teammate Simplot and a layup up and good Yeah, Meg, Meg's got to come meet that pass. She was a little bit lazy coming to get it. Johnson, Johnson snuck in and got the, the pick. I'm trying to... Double team, and now Caitlin Clark calls timeout. We'll keep it here. A minute 43 remaining. Dowling girls leading 73-54 here on Iowa Catholic Radio in the fourth quarter. Boys game to follow us, and we want to recognize our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, Catholic Tuition Organization, and r Realty Group. And a reminder, the, uh, the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference will be on Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites Hotel in downtown Des Moines. The conference is from 8 a.m. to noon. Doors open at 6.30, mass at 7 o'clock. And speakers are Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell. John Leonetti will be the MC. Also in the, involved will be Joe Stoplis. He is one of the show hosts on Iowa Catholic Radio throughout the week. So join us. Tickets are $20. You can purchase them online by going to iowacatholicradio.com. And under the events calendar, the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference. Again, on Saturday, February 22nd. I'll be there. I hope you are, too. And uh, Steve Devinney, I didn't realize this is the Devinney family table as your daughter and uh, son-in-law are here. And that's... You know, they just stopped over. Judd, my son-in-law, is a trainer over at Lifetime. He trains uh, Omaha for the boys' team. Oh, sure, Omaha that, Blue. That, yeah, and uh, a few of the sophomore kids. And How is wanted, it? Wanted to get out and watch Omaha play tonight. How's the, go- oh, the grandbaby? Grandbabies with grandmother Tracy over ah, at our house right now. So and Tracy's home alone while you're with me. And uh, I don't think she's complaining. Grandbaby. I don't think so either. <laughs> out of the timeout, Dowling with the shot by Clark. No good at the free throw line. But offensive rebound, Gipple. Maroons keep the possession alive with a minute 25 to play. You know, Johnston has emptied their bench mark and has put some subs in. And uh, and yep. so they, they've, uh, they've surrendered, if you will. And the Maroons still have their uh, starters in. Clark with the first layup. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Johnson. Here's Kayla Frickenstein with it. They work it inside. A shot no good. By, here, here comes the bench players. By now Natalie for... Carey of the Dragons. Rebound Dowling. And the Maroons will call a quick timeout. Substitution to... timeout pri- yep. primarily. It looks Rihanna like. Rodriguez in. Lexi Bowles checks in. And this will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here and recognize our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, including 
Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, along with Dental Associates and Kemen. Our thanks also to Tamiya and Sons, Mario, Joe, Joe Jr., and Louie. want to thank them all season long. They've sponsored the Dowling Catholic made three-point baskets. Tonight, there's quite a few of them. And don't forget, you can call them at 515-282-7976. Not too late on a Friday night to order takeout. You can also order online at tomeandsons.net, located at 1501 Southeast 1st Street in Des Moines, just south of Principal Park. They can send over some stuffed shells anytime they want to the. My gosh, <laughs> you're making me hungry, my oh, man. All right, Dowling. Stuffed shells. Out of the timeout, Dowling with their substitutions in there as Julia Moore also enters the fray. Maroon's working inside. It's stolen away by Johnson. There's Allie Hart with it in the front court. Gets to Buchan. Long three coming. It's uh, no good by Molly Melk. Rebounded by Johnston and a foul on Dowling as Frickenstein got the rebound. Yeah, good, good hustle play by her. Mark, well, this is not meant to be any criticism of our post players. They played real well and got some rebounds tonight. But for, for them not to score, either one of them, and for the Maroons to be up by 19 is quite amazing to me. Certainly is. That's a good point, Steve. Frickenstein's free throw is good. Kayla, a 5'7 junior. 73-55, Dowling. Second free throw, no good by Frickenstein. Rebound McVeigh. 40 seconds remaining, 73-55, Dowling. Pressure by Johnston. Gipple with it till Bowles. Get in the corner to Moore. Maroon's just playing keep away. Out to McVeigh with 20 seconds or 25 seconds remaining. Now the ball slapped in the backcourt. Now stolen away. Natalie Carey with the steal. Goes all the way down. Layup up and good. The foul's on Rodriguez to Dowling. The basket will count. And the foul on Rodriguez. And free throws coming for Johnston's Natalie Carey. And it'll be an and one here for Natalie. 16-point lead, though, for the Maroons with 18 seconds to go. And uh, first, and the free throw, no good. I would guess now Johnston will be content not to foul. Oh, don't don't say that. You never know. Here's McVeigh with the layup. Her shot up and good. What a night for Ellen McVeigh coming off the injured list. 15 points. Yeah, what a contribution. Off the bench. Three threes and some great hustle plays on defense, some steals. Three at the buzzer is no good, and that'll do it. 75-57, the final. As Dowling Catholic defeats the Johnson Dragons, snapping the Dragon 11-game winning streak. Johnson falls to 13-2, ranked number two in Class 5A. They also fall to 5-1 and one in Central Conference play, and Dowling improves to 6-1. and one in Central Conference play, and the Maroons are 13-2 overall in rank number three. Again, the final, 75-57. Steve Devenny, Mark Amadale, and Coach Devenny, what a night for the Dowling girls, something they should be proud of, knocking off number two Johnson in the rematch after that bitter taste in their uh, mouth all through Christmas break. Johnson winning on a last-second shot, and uh, tonight a big win for the Maroons, a confidence win. They knocked off Waukee. Fifth ranked on Tuesday, and tonight taking out number two Johnson. Yeah, you know, before Christmas, we saw the Maroon girls play several times, did, did the radio games, and uh, they weren't even close to being uh, as efficient and, uh, and and playing as well as they have as of late. Uh, the defensive intensity has picked up. We're getting contributions from uh, you know a lot more uh, a lot more of the kids. This is the Nick Needard Award. Uh, given to a senior each year for the Dowling boys They're, in between games, a presentation. It, it, Nick was a, a Dowling boy who passed away yes, when he, he was. as a teenager. Mm-hmm. 
And, and uh, they're going to have that announced. We're going to take a break here and come to our post-game show. So we'll announce it on our post-game show coming up. Final score, the Dowling girls defeat Johnson 75-57 here at the Dowling Gym. We'll have the boys game here. But right now we're, re- we're between games along with Steve Devaney, Mark Amadale, David Beltram, our student producer, back with more on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at MercyDesMoines.org. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym alongside Steve Devaney, Mark Amadale. Final score tonight in game one of our doubleheader, Dowling 75, Johnson 57. The Maroons improved their record to 13-2. They are 6-1 now in Central Conference play. And for Johnson, they fall to 13-2 overall and 5-1 in Central Conference play. Keep in mind, Johnson has a rescheduled game with Ames, so they're one conference game down. That will be this Monday at the – uh, Johnson Jim as they take on 12th ranked Ames in a doubleheader Monday night and the girls game gets underway at 6:15, followed by the boys up next for Johnson following Ames will be Urbandale next Friday as they travel to Urbandale for Dowling their Maroons next game will be at East High will be there Friday or Tuesday night next week it'll be a six o'clock uh, pregame 6:15 start one game Dowling girls at East that'll be our next broadcast on Iowa Catholic Radio Steve Devaney impressive game tonight for the Dowling girls uh, I'll tell you what uh, it was the Ella McVeigh sparking the team off the bench. But how about the defense tonight holding a Johnson team to 57 points that came in averaging nearly 70? Yeah, if there's one word, you just used it to describe the win. It was very, very impressive. Uh, Maroons are playing their best basketball right now. Let's hope that they're not peaking here quite uh, before tournament time. But uh, as the season goes on, this team just has gotten better and better. And... Uh, if they can continue this intensity and this uh, this drive, uh, they've got some really, really bright. Uh, the future's really, really bright for this girls' team. Well, it certainly is, Stephen. They're fun to watch, and they've really knuckled down and, and bore down on the defensive end because in the loss to Johnson, I think they gave up 29 points in that fourth quarter, yeah. uh, and they had the lead at Johnson. So it's little things like that. And they had the same thing happen against Southeast Polk. They had given up over 25 points in that fourth quarter after having enough points to win. And uh, they knuckled down tonight. They have been honing in on defense and talking with assistant coach, Coach Danner and Kristen Meyer. That has been a point of emphasis lately. Yeah. And you know that you're getting, uh, you know what Caitlin's going to give you. She's averaging, uh, what, 35 points a game, give or take. And and so you know what you're going to get. But on the nights that the Maroons play well and on the the nights that they they beat teams of this caliber, they always get contributions from two or three other kids. And... uh, Tonight it wasn't the post players scoring, but it was Ella McVeigh, it was Grace Gaber, it was Emma Gipple. And uh, when they get that kind of balanced scoring, 
the Maroons are very, very difficult to uh, to defeat. Yes, they certainly are, as uh, we're going to run down the scoring here momentarily. I think i got everything added up, and it does balance. So we'll start with the visitors from Johnson. We want to welcome uh, their uh, their fans to the broadcast tonight. We appreciate them tuning in. The Dragons were led by Kendall Need with 22 points. She had 18 of her 22 in the second half. The Maroons hold her to four points in the second half, yeah. but she finishes with 22. Uh, they had three players in double figures led by Need. Maya McDermott. Had 15 points tonight. She had 10 at halftime and five more in the third quarter. Scoreless in the fourth quarter for McDermott. She finished with 15. 10 points for the coach's daughter, Kenzie Jellick. And she had eight of her 10 points in the second half to lead Johnson. And then uh, another starter, Anna Gosling, finishing with four points all in the second half. And the fifth starter, Maddie Mock, held to one free throw. And uh, she was one or two at the free throw line. That was at the third quarter. One field goal for Mock. So a uh, big difference there. And then rounding out the scoring for Johnson off the bench. Anna, uh, off the, uh, Anna Gosling with four points we mentioned earlier. One point for Kayla Frickenstein. Fr- Kayla Frickenstein, excuse me. And Molly Nelk off the bench with two points. And Natalie Carey off the bench with two points. Dragons finished the night three of five at the free throw line. Don't let Mr. Wirtz uh, do anything here because he's to uh, occupy that chair and Occupy my Friday nights for many years. No worries. Back in the house. Sips an assistant coach. Yeah. Coach your daughter, as, as you know, at, uh, at yeah. Dowling. Uh, for the Maroons, the Maroons were led by Caitlin Clark, a very quiet 42 points for Caitlin, three for three at the free throw line. Steve, this, before I get to Dowling scoring, Dowling three out of four at the free throw line, Johnson three out of five at the line. Not a whole lot of free throw shot tonight. It was up and down. Up and the, down. the pace was good, but there wasn't a lot of. Uh, you know, it never really got into a lot of half-court sets with, with right. teams pounding it. And, you know, there just wasn't – the physicality wasn't there, but very entertaining game, uh, very fast-paced, and uh, incredible. Yes, it was. So, uh, Caitlin Clark leading the way for Dowling, 42 points. She was followed by, well, off the bench, Ella McBay with 15 tonight. That could be a career high for her. It might be. That's a big I'll number. I'll have to look that yeah. up, yeah. but it, it could be. Around out scoring for Dowling, Grace Gaber, nine points all in the first half. Seven points for Emma Gipple. Uh, Nai Tong and Lexi Bowles did not score tonight. Neither did Meg Simplot, who got the start tonight uh, at that second guard in place of McVeigh, who's coming off that hamstring injury. She did not score, and neither did uh, Julia Moore. So, uh, well, we have one, two, three, four players that scored for Dowling, led by Clark's 42, and she came in averaging 34 and a half. So another great night for Caitlin Clark and for Dowling. A big win as they improve their record to 13-2 and two on the season. They go into first place. Uh, first place tie with Johnson with a record of six one in conference play. So, big yeah. win here, and uh, it's a huge win. You can't you can't even uh, you can't say it enough. You can't overemphasize that this is a really really fine Johnston team, capable of winning the state championship. But guess what? So are the Dowling Maroons. Yes, indeed, and they could hook up again. More than likely downtown at Wells Fargo Arena. I don't think uh, Jean Berger, who want to thank her for being our halftime guest, and. Uh, Iowa High School Girls Athletic Union, the executive director. I don't think she's going to put Johnson and Dowling in the same regional, Steve, and, uh, and nor should they be. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think so. All right. Steve DeVinney will talk to you at East High. Early game, one and done this Tuesday night. Dowling girls take on East. We'll be there 6 o'clock uh, pregame, so we'll see you over there. Yeah, thanks. All Looking right. forward to it. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Steve DeVinney, my broadcast partner. Up next, Mike Swain. He'll join me as we'll pregame the boys' contest. Dowling and Johnston. Coming up here in Iowa Catholic Radio, again the final in game one. The Dowling girls, ranked number three, 
upending number two Johnston 75-57 here at the Dowling Gym. We'll be back with the boys' pregame after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym as we begin game number two here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Dowling and Johnston. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls uh, a winner in the first game by the score of 75-57. And now joined by Mike Swain for game two of our doubleheader Swamer as we get set. I owe you some paperwork here. I'll get that to you here in a moment. But uh, it's Dowling and Johnston and... Both teams are looking for a win. Dragons have lost their last two games. Dowling's lost their last three games, and both are hoping for a bounce-back win tonight after this exciting girls game we just saw. Yeah, what a great performance by the Dowling girls uh, to, to beat the number two team in the state <laughs> by, by that. That was, uh, was really never in question. I listened to that first half. I'm not really sure the Dowling girls could play a better first half. You listen so. to the first half. Who are you listening to? I, I was listening to you. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I, didn't, real, I didn't want to ruin your Actually, Friday Actually, I was night. listening to Vinny. You yeah, just happened to be a, a, around. <laughs> well said, my friend. Well said. Well, again, both these teams looking for their first win in a while. Dowling's lost three in a row, and uh, Johnson's lost two. Johnson, and we're going to have to find out what Coach uh, uh, Frick has done because uh, – one of the starters, Trey Lewis, has been injured. He didn't know if he'll stay. It'll be a game-time decision. I haven't talked to uh, Coach Frick, obviously doing the, the, the girls' game. But uh, Johnson kind of banged up. But this is a team that just lost one starter last year, Peyton Williams. 11 points, 9 rebounds. He was hurt, but he played against Dowling. And they won both matches last year against, or both games last year against Dowling. Uh, Johnson by 13 in the first one and by 1 in the second. So <clears throat> the Bruins won the game earlier this year over at Johnson, 54-38. But... Johnson just trying to find that chemistry, losing one guy. Peyton Williams is playing baseball at Iowa right now, and they have four starters back, but they've been banged up. They have been, you know, new coaching staff, uh, Andy Woodley, uh, helping out over there at Johnson. And it, right now they just haven't got things rolling. But tonight's the first st- first stop, and you never know. Yeah, Johnson's obviously struggling a little bit, but you know, at the same time, so is Dowling. And I, I got a chance to talk with Coach O'Connor today. I think the, the biggest frustration is the last three games, the last three losses for Dowling, those teams have shot at least 60% from the field or better. The Ames game, Ames shot 80% from the field. Mark, that's that's, that's, that's almost unheard of. It's impossible. I mean, the last time, you know, that's like Villanova <laughs> Georgetown in the 85 <laughs> National Championship. I mean, you just, you just don't see teams shoot that percentage. And 
you know, every time they, they needed a big shot, both Ankeny and Ames came up with huge shots. Then you go back to the game against Waukee, and I really think Waukee came in here with a focus. I think they had heard from a lot of people, you haven't played anybody, now you're coming to Dallin, you're going to play a ranked team. They were dialed in, and DeVries and Sanford, they really took advantage of that and were lighting it up from three. So I told Coach O'Connor, what's the key? And he said, Hopefully somebody has an off-shooting night. That, that'd be a nice key. Um, but, uh, you know, Dallin's got to try and get back on track. And, and right now, as they have struggled defensively, Mark, their offense has struggled. They have not been shooting the ball well, and there's going to be a little lineup change yes, tonight. A little shake-up. And I anticipated this. Um, I think it's the right move. Omaha Baloo is going to start, uh, as is uh, Michael Keogh. And, and both of those guys, I think, based on their play in the last three or four games, have earned that spot to be given a chance to start tonight. Well, Michael Keels shot very well. He didn't shoot as well as they needed him to on Tuesday night, but he had a tremendous game against Ames Monday night. Actually kept Dowling in the game. And Michael, known for his defensive proudness, uh, not only on the football field, but also here in basketball, he's starting to find his shooting touch as we thought he would, and he's replacing Joe Strock on the lineup. And you mentioned Omaha Baloo. He gets to start tonight. Matt Riedel will come off the bench with Joe Strockel. So a shakeup in the Dowling lineup. I thought Omaha Baloo played really well in the second half against Waukee. He got 10 points in that half mark. Was really aggressive going to the basket. We've seen spots. We've seen flashes. Uh, I think back to the Hoover game where I thought Omaha had a great game. So I think it's time for him to take that next step. And I think this is a great opportunity coming off of three losses to, to get him involved early and often. And I think the other key for Dowling, Mark, they have got to stop being so reliant on outside shooting. They've got advantages inside with Ryan Riggs, Omaha Blue, Drew Daniel. Those guys need to get the ball into the paint. And I think I think Dowling's got to attack inside first. That will open up the outside and really help their offense. Well, and for Johnson, how do you get untracked? I mean, this is a Dragon team that you uh, you look at their their, their scoring. Reed Grant, an experience from last year. Luke Woodley, who came off the bench and played a lot last year uh, for Peyton Williams when he could get in. Trey Lewis has been injured. And then Jacob running out, their starting point guard, who had a tremendous games last year against Dowling. He's out for the year with a hand injury. And then Max Rocky, who replaced uh, uh, Peyton Williams in the lineup. He is their leading scorer at the post, averaging 11.5 points, 9 rebounds. So this is a Johnson team looking to get on track. And uh, last time Dowling played him, uh, the Maroons held them to 38 points, and that's when the Maroons are playing that real good defense. They had that stretch where they're playing Hoover and uh, Johnson, and the Maroons were just hard to uh, uh, defending very well and hard to score against the Dowling defense. Yeah, and if you're Johnson, you've got to look at these last three games, especially the Ankeny and Ames game, and think, hey, uh, this isn't the same Dowling team that we saw when they came to our place. Right. We've got a real opportunity tonight. And I think if, you know, if Johnson can get out in transition, that has been a weak spot, in my opinion, on the Dowling defense, not getting back, not getting a hand on shooters. Uh, I think Johnson can, can maybe find some success. I think they've got to get off to an early start. And for Dowling, Mark, I, they need something good to happen in the first quarter. They have been down double digits and in the half of the last three games. They've got to get out to a good start, not try and dig themselves in a hole and, and you know, really put it to – Johnson early and often to take away any confidence that Johnson might have. All right, it's Dowling and Johnson, the boys' contest coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale joined by Mike Swain. I want to thank Steve Devenny for sitting in with me during game one. Let's take a look at some of the uh, other games going on tonight around the Central Iowa Metro League. Urbandale is at Ankeny. 
Ames is at Ankeny Centennial. Those are Central Conference matchups. Valley is at Waukee. That should be a tremendous boys game. The first time they played at, Wa- at Valley was a two-point Waukee win, and that was Waukee's biggest test this year as they're still ranked number one coming off the win over Dowling uh, the other night, uh, 78-54 on Tuesday. Uh, other score, other games, rather, Mesa City is at Southeast Polk. In Metro Conference games, Hoover's at Lincoln, Roosevelt at East, and North at Ottumwa. Tomorrow in boys only, Des Moines East travels to Sioux City West at 2.30. And in girls only game at Valley, Iowa City West comes down takes on the Valley Tigers. So that's the CIML matchup. We also want to mention Marshalltown at Fort Dodge. Forgot the, that that matchup. So we'll take a break, come back with starting lineups. It's Dowling and Johnston, the boys game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Early tonight, it was the Dowling girls defeating second-ranked Johnston 75-57. And we'll return with the starting lineups of the boys game here on Iowa Catholic Radio from the Dowling Gym. Thank you to Tumi and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumi and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumi and Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumi's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumi and Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TumiandSons.net. In Paul's letter to the Philippians, he told them not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We ask for your continued prayer and financial support with a $30 a month gift. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or 515-223-1150. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym. A very good crowd here considering the weather. Mike, you were the last one to drive. I got Steve DeVinney's update with traffic, and it was kind of snowing, starting to freeze a little bit, but games are still on, and hopefully everybody's taking their time, especially when you get out of your car and and walk. Hopefully the salt has taken over, but a snowy night for high school. But the weather, the temperature rather, I should say, has stayed at least near freezing, so that's a good thing. Yeah, and for this weather, what a great crowd here at Delling. I mean, it's uh, it's packed. We've got the band. I love the band. Friday night band, baby. Yeah, nothing better. So, good it. atmosphere. Absolutely. Well, tonight, I want to thank Tamiya and Sons. They support and all the Dowling-made three-pointers all season long, located at 1501 Southeast 1st Street and down in Des Moines, just south of Principal Park, 515-282-7976. You can still order takeout. They want to keep Mr. Swain and I in your your thoughts when you order takeout, because we could cert- certainly use some cheese sticks, breaded ravioli, pasta china. What, what do you need, Mike? Uh, delivery is accepted here. All right. We'll get uh, Mario, Joe, and Louie and Joe Jr. to uh, maybe help us out there. But don't forget to me and sons all season long here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Swamer, the Maroons, uh, this is their final game. Three games this week, Monday, Tuesday, and now Friday. Next week for Dowling, uh, they go on the road a week from tonight. We'll be at the Centennial Gym. In the rematch with Ankeny, Dowling winning that game by 13 points that first Friday after the uh, Christmas and New Year's break. And uh, now the Maroons go up to sixth-ranked Centennial next Friday, followed up by the makeup. they got a uh, game they just put on the schedule. They take on number five, Dubuque-Hempstead, in Cedar Rapids at 1230 the next day on Saturday at Cedar Rapids-Kennedy. So back-to-back games 
Friday, Saturday, but more importantly, the rematch with Centennial, and Centennial just got done knocking off Ankeny the other night. Yeah, Centennial playing very well, and that's why it's important, Mark, for I think Dowling to get off to a good start tonight, get a good win here against Johnson, and take some momentum uh, to go play Ankeny Centennial. And before we get the starting lineups, Mike, the lineup change. How different, how, what will be the difference maker with Omaha Blue in the lineup with the veterans? And Michael Keel starting instead of coming off the bench, where Joe Strocco and uh, Matt Riedel will come off the bench. Couple, two, four players involved with role changes here for Dowling. Well, I don't think it's going to be that big of a, a challenge for, for Michael and for, for Omaha, especially for Omaha Blue. Mark, this is a, a guy who in, in his earlier years has been a starter for every team that he's ever played on. I mean, when you start talking about going AAU and, and playing on tournament teams, this is this is what he's comfortable with. So I don't think he's going to be nervous at all. Uh, with Michael Keogh, I, you know, he's done a nice job coming off of the bench. And let's be honest, this is a guy who has won, you know, multiple state championships with the Dowling football team. So I don't think he's going to be rattled either. Well, you answered my question. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> well, it's the 13th game of the season, and Omaha gets his first start as a freshman. And let's introduce you to the starting lineups tonight. Our officials remain the same. Michael Lawler, Tyler Eason, and Jason Allens. And uh, they do a great job. We appreciate having them here tonight. This is a good crew. And uh, they, they had a solid uh, call in the first game, and hopefully they're not too worn out by uh, by game two. Now, let's start with the Johnson Dragons. The head coach is Brian Frick in his first year, uh, replacing longtime coach uh, Bobby Sanquist, who had 13 years at Johnson, 35 years overall won 498 games in his career. So Coach Frick in his first year, assisted by Andy Woodley, the former coach at uh, Iowa City City High, led them to a state title, and Bill Proctor. And the uh, Dragons will start this lineup at one guard, Carter Kriegel, a 5'11 junior. He averages four points. We're in number four. The other guard is Garrett Miller, 5'11 senior, averages six and a half points. And the third guard is Reed Grant, a 6'1 junior, averaging eight and a half points. He'll wear number 14 at one forward Stephen Kramer for the Dragons averaging just under five points and four rebounds a 6-4 sophomore and in the post their leading scorer is Max Rocky Rocky a five or 6-6 junior averaging 11 and a half points nine rebounds leads the team with five blocks who were number 44 so Kriegel Miller Grant Kramer and Rocky and let's see who goes out there we'll have to double check that Dragons come in averaging just under 62 points in offense and give up 53 and a half points on defense. And now for the uh, Dowling Maroons, as the head coach is Michael Connor in his 14th year, 196 wins, 109 losses, assisted by Nick Wagner, Jimmy Nahas, David Combs, and Pat Henkinius. The Maroons will start at one guard. Michael Keel, 5'10", senior, averaging three and a half points, and he'll wear number two. The other guard is Matt Stillwell, a 6'2", senior, averaging 12 points on the season. He'll wear number four. Now one forward for Dowling, Ryan Riggs, 6'8", junior, averaging 11.5 points, just under seven rebounds. He, he'll wear number 20. The other forward is Drew Daniel, who received the Nick Needert Award tonight for tonight's game, uh, averaging 7.5 points, three rebounds. And uh, Daniel, the leading three-point, leads the team with made three points with 24, and he'll wear number 32. And finally, at the other forward, Omaha Blue making his uh, first start in his career, 6'7", freshman, averaging five points, three and a half rebounds. He'll wear number 40. So for Dowling, it's Keel Stillwell at the guards, Riggs, Daniel, Drew Daniel, and Omaha Blue in the post. The Maroons 
Come in with a record of 8-4. and four. They're 4-2 four and two in Central Conference play and ranked number 7 by the Des Moines Register and ranked 10th by the Associated Press. Averaging 56 points on offense, giving up 46.5 points on defense. Johnson record is 5-6 and six on the year, and they're 1-4 in Central Conference play. And Mike Swain, that is the tail of the tape. Your thoughts before we tip off. I think Ryan Riggs has struggled, Mark, these last several games. He's had some good looks in that Waukee game but wasn't able to finish. I think it's important for the Dowling coaching staff to put him in a position to get the ball inside, get him going early and often, and try and get Ryan Riggs involved in the post. All right, Johnson in there visiting purple uniforms with gold trim. Head coaching staff of Brian Frick in his first year as a head coach, along with uh, Andy Woodley, Bill Proctor, a guy that just killed us when we were when I was back coaching at Carlisle and, he, and Johnson was in our conference back then. Chris Danner, that that guy, Sunblad and Danner could flat out shoot. Two best guards I ever saw or coached against, and he's one of the assistants. So state champs, heck, state heck, heck champs. of a duo, absolutely. All right, Riggs will jump it up against Rocky, and it's tipped and controlled by Dowling, and Riggs gets it right to Daniel to Stillwell, and Johnson had that well defended on that backdoor cut, so we're underway. Dowling will start their half-court offense. Stillwell with it. Uh, they are they are face-guarding Drew Daniel. I'm a little surprised defensively at the move. All right, here is a corner three by Stillwell. No good on the pass from Omaha Baloo, and the rebound, Johnson. So yeah, that's what we're talking about, Mark. I, Stillwell had an open shot, but, I, again, uh, they just have not had success from three. They've got to be patient and try and get that ball inside. Johnson with the basketball. This is uh, Garrett Miller with it. Miller down the right side, cut off by Daniel. Dowling staying man-to-man on defense, no score. It'll let, dump it inside to Rocky, left block, takes it in. A little hook shot in the lane, no good over Riggs. Rebound Dowling and Keel. Michael taking it down court. Underneath the Riggs, he is pushed underneath and a whistle and a foul. On Johnson, Riggs for two at the free throw line. Well, and that's a great job of Ryan Riggs running the floor that time, Mark, in transition. Good look that time. And also a good defensive play by Riggs, not getting a foul, guarding Rocky in that post on that other possession. Steven Kramer with the foul, and Ryan Riggs the free throw line. Ryan, a 55% free throw shooter on the year. He'll get two shots here. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, along with construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen. First free throw rolls through, and... We've got a score. It's one nothing Dowling at the free throw by Ryan Riggs, the Dowling Jr. Second one on the way. It's good. Two to nothing Dowling. Pressure in the backcourt by the Maroons. Little one two two, trying to trap the first pass and they can't get it done. And Johnson throws in the front court to Grant. We got an illegal screen called against Johnson. Now they're going to get Kramer for a second foul, and they are. Yeah, wow. I don't even really think Kramer was trying to set a screen. It almost looked like he just sort of bumped into Stillwell, but the officials called it, and uh, that's going to be number two. Well, Lute Woodley will check in the lineup. Now, Lute's been a starter part-time during the year, but I think when things started happening with Johnson, started losing games, he lost the starting spot. He's going to play early here. He checks in just under seven minutes to play, and Dowling leading 2 nothing. All right, here's Stillwell with it for Dowling. Dribbles underneath. His pass over to Baloo, stolen away, tipped by Rocky, stolen away by Johnston. Grant has it, they work underneath, Rocky shot no good, and rebound tipped out of bounds, they say, off Johnston. Well, nice job that time by Omaha Baloo, his height really affected Rocky's shot, and Dowling able to get the ball back after the turnover by Stillwell on the other end. If you joined us late, Michael Keel and Omaha Baloo get the start tonight for Dowling. Matt Riedel and Joe Strockel will come off the bench. 
Here's Dowling with the ball. Riggs right block. His shot with the left hand no good. Brocky had something to do with that. Rebound Johnston. Down court is Luke Woodley. His shot blocked away by Omaha Ballou. Out of bounds. Oh, my goodness. He was way above the rim for the freshman. And there's some of the athletic ability we were talking about. What an unbelievable block how high he got up that time, Mark. Two to nothing, Dowling. Johnson will inbound the ball after Ballou swatted it away. Gets to Rocky beyond the three-point arc. It's over in the corner by Garrett Miller, a three-pointer left corner. No good rebound, Ballou. Omaha with it, dribbling all the way down court through traffic. Puts up a shot, and a foul called before the shot on Johnston. It'll be on Kriegel. Well, so far, Omaha Ballou looking very comfortable in his starting role that time, Mark, going coast-to-coast and drawing the contact. Be interested to see that Dowling Court is 84 feet. Uh, college court is a little bit longer, and some of these high school courts are longer. And Omaha could use that extra little bit of room to get his get himself going. He's got long strides, very athletic, but uh, boy, he he certainly looks comfortable in this new role. All right, 13 foul already on Johnson. Two of them by Kramer and Stephen Kramer on the bench with two fouls. That was on Kriegel. Second free throw good. Omaha two for two. Dowling four for four at the line. And that's where all our points are at the free throw line. Four nothing Dowling. 6.05 remaining. First quarter. Johnson with the ball. The pass by Reed Grant. Stolen away by Omaha Ballou. Yeah, credit the Dowling press. Down court to Riggs. Layup. Reverse layup. Good. That's a nice job. Dowling attacking inside. Our first field goal of the night. Another now Riggs steal. with the steal. But uh, tipped in the back court and retrieved by Kriegel and Johnson with it. Now the Dowling height. They've got Omaha Ballou on that front of that press, Mark, and that's giving Johnson some problems. 6 nothing Dowling. Here in the first quarter, Dowling girls a winner tonight as they upend number two Johnson, 75-57. Dowling girls led by as many as 21 points. Now in the lane, a shot up and good. Luke Woodley taking it to the hole. Nice nice score. Now traveling on the Maroons. They get the ball down court, keeled to Stillwell, and he travels with it. Yeah, that's going to be that's a good call. Defense was there, and Matt had to take a step. But nice move that time by Woodley with the left hand. Six to two is our score. Dowling with the lead. Johnson inbound the ball, and they have a substitution. Trey Lewis, we're going to see him in the lineup for the first time, coming off a injury. It looks like he's wearing protective sling on his, uh, or sleeve rather, on his left elbow and arm, and he's in the lineup. And now the pass by Johnston's Luke Woodley overthrew Trey Lewis, almost into the garbage can. Trey Lewis shooting almost 48% from three, Mark. So something for Dowling, who has given up a lot of threes in the last three games, to be mindful of. Six to two Maroons. Here is Riggs coming off or setting the ball screen for Stillwell. And a pass goes right side to Keel. Riggs to Stillwell and now leaves it for Riggs. As Stillwell dribble drive. Three-pointer by Riggs is short. Ball slapped around on loose ball foul on Omaha. And he gets very aggressive and that time drew the foul. Yeah, good position that time by Johnson. Omaha clearly over the back. Referees with a good call on the foul. Six to two. Our score. Dowling with the lead, full court pressure by the Marines. A little one-two-two, two, and the ball slapped out of bounds by Drew Daniel as he went right around uh, Reed Grant. Johnson looks a little unsure in this press. They're hurrying a little bit. They just take their time and find the open man. Shouldn't give him too much problems. Dowling's not being too aggressive in it. All right, Keel guarding Trey Lewis. That'll be an interesting matchup, especially the way 
Lewis can light it up with the basketball as Grant goes down to the left block, can't get the shot off, kicks it over in the corner to Merrill. Miller. Now they swing it up top. This is Reed Grant. Stops the right elbow, can't get a shot off. Now leaves for Lewis. Way outside, three-pointer, good. Oh, my goodness, Trey Lewis with wow. his 22nd three of the year. And that is what has been <laughs> happening to the Dowling defense. Good defense on the outset, and then somebody knocks down a big three, which is exactly what Lewis did. It's almost like we had a shot clock the last few seconds of the shot clock. Now a bad pass and a run out, and Garrett Miller with an uncontested layup. And the Dragons now have all of a sudden taken the lead 7-6 to six over Dowling. Yeah, that time just an errant pass from the corner trying to throw it back out top and not seeing the Dowling defenders. Dowling's got to be very careful with the ball. Here's Omaha Baloo with it, and they're going to call him for the travel. He didn't shoot. If he would have shot, he would have been fine, but he passed it over to Stillwell for three, and they wave it off. Traveling on Omaha Baloo and substitutions now for the Maroons. We're going to see Joe Strockel check in for Michael Keel, and we're going to see Matt Riedel check in for Omaha Baloo, I believe. Johnston weathered that storm in the first couple of minutes of this game to score back and take a one-point lead here, Mark, with 3.45 to go in the first. Johnston with the basketball. Trey Lewis now dribbling in the front court. And he sets his offense. Rocky still in there. So is Garrett Miller. Miller with the basketball. Left wing now dribbles in the lane. And now a nice little give and go, and he gets it right to Reed Grant. Reverse layup, good. Reed Grant coming from the right side, and Johnson with his largest lead of three right now. Yeah, no backside help that time by Dowling. Just get caught not looking at their man and ball in a simple backdoor cut. Nine to six, Johnston. Dowling lobs it in, and now Stillwell posts up, and he shoots and scores right over Garrett Miller. And Matt Stillwell with his first two points, nine to eight, Johnston. Dragons get the ball down court. This is Reed Grant dribbling on the baseline. Leaves it for Luke Woodley for three. Right wing, no good. Rebound Dowling. And the Maroons with it. This is Riedel over to Straco. 2.50 remaining first quarter. 9-8 to eight, Johnston. Packed house here at the Dowling Gym tonight for the second straight night. Waukee on Tuesday. And tonight, here's Straco in the lane. They're going to get him for a three-second count. Three-second violation on Joe. Got caught without, couldn't get a shot or a pass off. Yeah, credit the Johnson defense that time. They got him stopped, and then when he tried to find somebody on the outside, everybody was covered. Breeze Proctor will check in. His dad, the longtime assistant coach at uh, Johnson, Bill Proctor, on the bench with head coach Brian Frick, and Reese gets his first look tonight. Breeze. 6'3", senior, averaging 5.5 points, 3 rebounds, 9 made threes on the season. And he has the basketball. Johnson run a little guard weave. And now a long three by Reed Grant is no good. Rebound Dowling, and Lynch gets up above everybody to grab it. Over to Straco, to Stillwell. Matt with it. Skip pass over to Riedel. Matt in the lane, gets it back to Stillwell. 2.10 remaining. Johnson by one. and Dragons stay man-to-man. A little give and go underneath the rigs. The shot no good. Might have been deflected by Proctor that time and a rebound out to Johnston. I thought there was some contact and no call, but nevertheless, Johnston retains the ball and now turns it over. Johnny left in there. One of the things that, oh, they're saying that was tipped. I thought that was out Yeah, so Johnston didn't keep the ball. Johnny left might have got a piece of that ball by Riggs, 6'3", senior in the lineup. For Brian, coach, head coach Brian Frick. Dragons with it. Here's Leth, guarded by Riggs. Dowling stays man to man. 
with it is Reed Grant. Johnson 9, Dowling 8. Minute 40 remaining, first quarter. Now in the lane, Luke Woodley has his shot blocked and taken away by Lynch. Andrew Lynch, three on one, fast break. He shot up and a charging foul on Lynch. And Andrew hits the deck and a nice job that time by the Dragons as that was Brees Proctor picking up the charge. Yeah, Don't Andrew, like that. Andrew had two opportunities to give that up earlier and he should have and he probably would have got it back to score and that time decided to dribble the entire way. Good job by Johnson getting the charge and that's an opportunity missed by Dowling. Yeah, Andrew leading the charge and it was ended up being a three on one. A nice job by the Dragons. Minute 20 remaining. Johnson with it. This is Grant. Gets it back out to Proctor. Top of the key and dribbling with the ball is Grant. Puts it on the floor. Now kicks it out to Woodley. Good help so far in this possession, Mark, by the Dowling defense. Now, underneath Lewis, and he a little runner in the lane. Good. Yeah, Trey Lewis, how about that? That's just a good offensive move. Well defended by Straco, but a better offensive move by Lewis. Under a minute to play in the first quarter. Johnson 11, Dowling 8. And now underneath, Riggs misses a shot. It's no good. And ball slapped out of bounds to be Johnson basketball. Those are the ones that Riggs has been missing. He's had opportunities, Mark, and he's not been able to finish. Lynch will check out. And Drew Daniel checks back in. 45 seconds remaining. And it looks like Dowling's going to have the basketball. Yeah, they, went off of Johnson. said it went off of Johnson, okay. yeah. So I think everybody was surprised. Everyone was walking down the other side of the floor. Well, Trey Lewis watched it go out of bounds, and I thought it was Johnson basketball. Now we got an offensive foul on Dowling away from the ball, and that might be on Riggs. Jocelyn for position, and he did. So on Ryan, that's his first foul. 13 foul on Dowling. There's and Johnson, a, Johnson also with three fouls. There's Mike. been a real emphasis on illegal screens this year in high school basketball. We've seen it in almost every game multiple calls of moving screens the officials are looking for it and guys have got to be set when when they're trying to set a screen for somebody they have within the frame of their body if they start putting an elbow out or a knee out that's an illegal screen and they haven't quite figured it out through 13 games right now apparently here's lewis for three again again off the bench trey lewis for johnston seven points yeah just a mistake that time by the dowling defense you can't collapse off of lewis that's the one guy you can't leave on the outside <laughs> exactly 13 seconds remaining. I want to thank Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and RR Realty for supporting our broadcast all season long. Stillwell with it. Five seconds remaining. Stillwell. Dribble drives in the lane. His shot no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the Johnston Dragons leading Dowling by the score of 14 to 8, along with Mike Swain. I'm Mark Emmadale. And we're at the Dowling Gym tonight. It's Johnson 14, Dowling 8, back with the second quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic sports and activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Back here at the Dowling Gym, underway in the second quarter of this boys' contest. 14 to 8 is our score. Johnson with the lead at the end of the first quarter. Dowling went four for four at the free throw line. Johnson yet to attempt the free throw, but they've been making threes. Another three pointer up and good by the Dragons, and that's Trey Lewis again. Mark, right when that shot went up, <laughs> the Dowling coaching staff yelled not to leave him. And they did, and Michael Keogh is going to be coming out as a sub because of that defensive mistake. Joe Strockel set the check in. Blue underneath. His shot no good. Dragons made him work for that. 17-8 is our score. Nine-point Johnson leads, the biggest of the night. Dowling had a six-point lead back in the first quarter. We got a timeout immediately called by Dowling. This will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with the score. Johnson 17, Dowling 8, the Maroons or Dowling – Johnson's largest lead is right now of uh, nine, Mike. But uh, the Maroons, you know, some lapses here defensively, and that is what's cost him. And all of a sudden, Lewis, coming off an injury, doesn't get the start. And here he has ten points. We haven't even played a minute into the second quarter. You've got to understand who's on the floor and who can score. And defensively, if the ball is moving but your man is the guy that has hit two or three pointers in a row, mm-hmm. you can't collapse. And that is what is so frustrating for the Dowling coaching staff right now. What they are trying to emphasize to these guys is you cannot leave shooters. And that has been the problem the last three games and in this first quarter here tonight. That's a good point. And, you know, some sometimes teams get used to help defense. Well, sometimes you can't help. Whoever's Absolutely. assigned to Trey Lewis of Johnston uh, cannot help if you're a Dowling defender. And maybe the message has gotten across. We'll see. Now backdoor cut, bad pass by Riggs. He tried to hit still on a back cut, stolen away by Johnson. Here's Trey Lewis in the front court, guarded by Riggs. So they're going to really put some length against him. And Ryan will just come out and take him beyond the three-point arc because they have help underneath. Nobody else has really hurt the Maroons. Lewis with ten first-half points. Miller, Woodley, and Grant with two points each. Rocky has yet to score. Here's a shot in the lane, no good. Rebound Omaha Baloo. Oh, nice block that time by Omaha Palou, and wow. then he was able to get the rebound as well. So, Strock- athletic move. Dowling at Strocko, Ballou, Riggs. Drew Daniel, Riggs in the lane, kicks it out to Matt Stillwell. Maroons rotate the perimeter. Long three by Daniel. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Johnston. Here's Reed Grant with it. Leaves it for Lewis again, in and out, no good. Ballou was on him that time. May have altered the shot. Or he just was due to miss. Rebound Dowling. Dowling fortunate. Trey <laughs> Lewis wide open again and not finding him in the secondary break. Here's Strocko. Picks up his dribble. Gets it to Ballou. Six minutes remaining in the first half. 17-8 to Johnston. Tough week for the Maroons. They lose Monday night to Ames. Get blown out by Waukee Tuesday. And tonight they trail by nine to Johnston here in the first half. Now traveling on the Maroons. It's still well shuffled his feet and he and Riggs will check out and we'll see Matt Riedel check in for the Maroons along with Andrew Lynch well Johnson has done a nice job of clogging the paint 
playing, just sort of really collapsing in there, not allowing Matt Stilwell to drive and get inside. They've done a nice job attacking Riggs when he has caught the ball, and Dowling is struggling shooting from outside, which is why their offense has been what it is so far. Uh, back cut by Johnson. Garrett Miller's pass was deflected and taken by Dowling as Riedel comes away with it. Strock on the front cart, guarded by Lewis. Johnson stays man-to-man. Riedel with it, coming off a ball screen by Lynch. They look to Lynch, can't get it to him, and now Ballou with it. Left wing, three-point line extended. Gives it to Daniel. Good defense by the Dragons here. Now Strockle with it, dribbles the baseline, can't get a shot. Now Ballou for three, it's off the mark, no good. Scramble for the rebound, and Max Rocky comes away with it. Down court come the Dragons, and Breeze Proctor can't handle the pass. Out of bounds to Dowling. So good defense by Johnson, and the Maroons didn't get back, and fortunately for Dowling, the pass goes out of bounds. Yeah, Dowling again settling for a three on that that uh, that last possession. I'd like to see him try and get the ball inside to Lynch, have him post up, then work the ball out, inside out. Under five minutes remaining in the first half. Score remains 17-8. to eight. Johnson with the lead. There we go. Dowling looking for his first basket in the second half. Now Belugas loose underneath. He has the ball stripped away. Trey Lewis with the steal. Now guarded by Strocko, and Trey nearly lost it, deflected by Ballou, and nearly went in the backcourt. Dragons retain possession. This is Garrett Miller. As the Dragons work their uh, three-guard weave underneath, a shot out of control by Reed Grant. No good. Rebound Strocko, and he's fouled by Garrett Miller. Now, only the fourth team foul for Johnston with 4.26 to go, so Dowling will take it out of bounds. Substitution for Dowling. Matt Stilwell will check in, and checking out will be Joe, Joe Strocko. So the Maroon lineup, as Trey Lewis will sit down on the bench for Johnson. Reed Grant will follow him. So it's Stilwell, Riedel, Lynch, Ballou, and, R- and uh, Drew Daniel, rather, Riggs on the bench for Dowling. Omaha Ballou, corner three, in and out, no good. Rebound, Kriegel, who's back in the lineup. For Johnson, so it's Kriegel, Rocky, Breeze Proctor, Lute Woodley back in the lineup. And Kriegel with it in the lane. Finally gets it over in the corner to Proctor. Proctor will dribble in the lane. Pull-up jumper over Balutes. No good. Rebound Lynch and Dowling. Empty possessions for both teams, Mike. You know, Mark, Dowling's defense really has been pretty good tonight, other than the times they have left Trey Lewis. Uh, you, you take away a couple wide-open three-pointers, and again, I think Dowling has done a nice job defensively. It's on the offensive end where they just have not been able to convert. Right, here's Riedel with it, gets it to the high post to streak to Stillwell. His shot off the glass, no good. Good defense by Johnson. He went down the left side and couldn't get it to fall. Rebound out to Johnston. There's Carter Kriegel with it, guarded by Stillwell. Backdoor cut and a shot. Actually, it's taken away in midair by Lynch. Andrew going all the way down court. Layup, good! Lynch with the steal and basket. He did that earlier. Couldn't score, though. A timeout, Johnston. Now, I think they're going to give him a warning. They're giving, Coach, they're giving Coach Frick a warning for where he was standing on the floor. Oh, As I opposed see. to, I, I think they the referee said you were out on the floor. And so it's a bench warning. If it happens again, it'll be a technical. Okay, so it's on Brian Frick, the first-year Johnson coach. 
And it wasn't about that hash line that goes up near no. the scores table. He was out on the he floor. He was actually on the floor, play. right? Okay. Yes. I got you. That's kind of, that's that practice habit that uh, you can do it in practice, but don't do it in the game. I mean, back when I was doing it, you had to sit. Yeah. That, that was the worst. <laughs> Seventeen to ten is our score. Johnson with the lead over Dowling here in this boys' contest. Join us late. Dowling girls defeat Johnson, seventy-five fifty-seven, and now the Dragons lose control of the basketball. Turnover against Johnson, Dowling ball. Second straight turnover, Mark. Let's see if Dowling can capitalize, get this thing to a five-point game here. Three minutes exactly remaining here in the first half. At halftime, we're going to have a members of the Dowling girls team. Player, coach, they should be pretty excited, don't you think? Absolutely. And we'll talk to them. be a little shake-up in the standings, I'm guessing, Mark. Uh, could be. Now, a little high-low from uh, Riedel down to Lynch, and the whistle and a foul as that pass by Riedel was... Intended for Lynch, a little high-low from the free-throw line to the right block, and Andrew's going to get called for the foul. And for Lynch, that's his second, and Riggs will replace him. Now, just unfortunate. It was there, the, the screen and roll, and just another turnover, Mark, that Dowling already with more than 10 turnovers here in this first half. Well, the Maroons snapped last week, and they've lost three in a row since, and they're struggling here, and that's due to the Johnson who's coming out in the lane is Garrett Miller. He spins in the lane. Thought he was going to shoot it. He passed in the corner. Stolen away by Daniel. Underneath, they work the Riggs. Lamp good. Riggs runs the floor and scores. That's Ryan's sixth point. And it's 17-12. to 12. Johnson by five. Well, nice job recognizing where Riggs was at on the floor. and Good job pushing the ball down. To try and get an easy offensive bucket. All right, Johnson on the baseline. Reed Grant kicks it back out. Now gets it back in the corner for three. Good. Reed Grant, corner three, left wing. Well, that's just a timely three that Johnson really needed. They've been stuck on 17 for a while. 20 to 12. Still well underneath. Leaves it for Riggs, and his reverse layup no good, but he drew the foul. Shot it with the left hand as he was under the basket when he caught the pass from Stillwell. And the foul's on Johnny Leff. That's his first for the Dragons. Free throw's coming for Ryan Riggs. His first one is up and short. Riggs tonight one. Or two of three at the line. He has six points. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you in part by Mercy One. Two Rivers Glass and Door. The Catholic Tuition Organization and R&R Realty. Second free throw in and out no good by Riggs. Rebound Johnston. And Johnny left. And now we've got a timeout called by Brian Frick. The first year head coach. Wants a 30 second timeout. We'll keep it here with a minute 55 remaining in the first half. Johnston 20, Dowling 12 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale joined by Mike Swaim. David Beltram is our studio producer. And Swamer, this first half doesn't look good right now for Dowling. Defense has been bad, but they're scoring. They can't they can't buy a basket at times. Yeah, there's been turnovers and by turnovers. both teams. It's been really sloppy. Uh, and Johnson has been a little bit more efficient on offense. And you got to give a lot of credit to, to Trey Lewis, who's had a couple wide open back buckets because Dowling was confused and where he was and you know collapsed when they shouldn't have but uh, Dowling has got to find some offensive rhythm and again I think the emphasis has got to be to go inside and we've seen too many times Dowling settling for a a three-point shot that just has not been falling in the last several games. Well Johnson led 14 to 8 at the end of the first quarter and they've outscored Dowling 6 to 4 here in the second quarter Got a minute 45 remaining. Dragons with the basketball. And now Trey Lewis guarded by Omaha Ballou. Almost took the three. We found Omaha there. And he said, no, I better not. And they're just going to run their offense here with a minute 35 remaining. Lewis with it. Top of the key. Guarded by Ballou. 
Man-to-man defense by Dowling. Dribble handoff to Garrett Miller. They get in the corner. Now they're just playing catch in the, to Johnny left, and now he gets it out to Reed Grant. Grant dribbles in the lane, and a Wichita foul called. And I call this on Stillwell, and they do. So Matt will pick up the foul. That's his first. That's helped defense that time by Omaha Baloo. Yeah, both teams with five team fouls, Mark. So still each team with a, a foul to give before free throws in this first half. Lewis will throw it in. And he lobs it in at the right elbow to Reed Grant. Grant backs his way in against Stillwell. Corner three by Lewis. Missed everything. And a weak side rebound to Ryan Riggs. Rare miss for Lewis tonight from three. And Dowling will run their offense here with a minute 10. Yeah, see if Ryan Riggs can get somebody posted up on the block and get the ball inside to him. Blue with it, right wing, three-point line extended on the dribble. And a charging foul called on Omaha, put his arm down, and good defense that time by the Dragons. Reed Grant drawing the charge against Omaha Blue, and Keel will check into the Dowling lineup. Yeah, smart play that time by Grant. And uh, Omaha Blue just trying. Everything is off the dribble right now, Mark. There's, we're not seeing Indeed. passing and, and assists on baskets. Everything is trying to create one-on-one, and it's just not working right now on the offensive end. Under a minute to play, first half. The Johnson Dragons lead Dowling 20-12 to here in this boys' contest. Halftime will be joined by members of the Dowling girls' basketball staff as they had the big win tonight over second-ranked Johnson, 75-57 in game one. And now a jumper in the lane with the left hand, no good by Johnson. And I believe that was Johnny left with the, left with the miss and rebound Dowling with 30 seconds remaining. Yeah, I think Dowling's going to be content to try and hold for one and go in, hopefully, only down six at half. They are going to get the ball at the second half. Dowling led by six at one point in the first quarter. Johnson's largest largest lead was nine points here earlier in the second quarter. 15 seconds remaining here is Stillwell with it. Ten seconds. Matt gets it to Riggs. Gets in the corner to Daniel. I don't think he was expecting the ball. And a three-pointer good at the horn. Now steal by Keel, and he stepped out of bounds. They're going to put time back on the clock as, how about that, Daniel? <laughs> and he, he gives Riggs a tap on the shoulder, say, I wasn't expecting that pass, and he caught and shoot. Yeah, that was, <laughs> look what I found, and he was able to hit that. Now the official's trying to see if there should be more time put on the clock. I thought there was probably like around five-tenths of a second to go. Right. And they, but we don't have the monitor right. <laughs> in high school ball now. Our official coming to the near side to the scorer's table, Michael Lawler, veteran official. Point three. So that's a good guess by him and Tyler East and Jason yep. Allen. How do you figure? You know, I saw five tenths. I saw three tenths. Yeah. It'll be Johnson basketball. The inbounds in front of Coach Frick as uh, Woodley lobs it down court and it's tipped out of bounds. And we go to halftime with Johnston leading Dowling by the score of twenty to fifteen. Here at halftime, and uh, Dowling did outscore Johnson seven to six in that second quarter, and uh, that was uh, Daniel's three at the at the half that helped out there. Mark, they've got to eliminate the turnovers in this that second half. You've got to find the shooter, which is Trey Lewis, and then Dowling has to be much more efficient on offense, uh, getting the ball inside. All right, the Maroons were four or five at the free throw line. In the first half, we'll take a break and come back with our halftime guests. They should be arriving here shortly. Our halftime score at the boys' contest, it's Johnston 20, Dowling 15. Earlier tonight, it was the third-ranked Dowling girls upending number two Johnston, 
75-57, and we'll talk to members of the coaching staff and players of the Dowling team after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym here at halftime of the boys' game. It's Johnston 20, Dowling 15 here at halftime. Mark Amadil joined by Mike Swaim and uh, joined by assistant uh, girls coach Scott Babinet and Ella McVeigh, our halftime guest. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank Good you. To be here. Ella McVeigh. <laughs> Boy, you just missed what, uh, two games? Two games. Mr. Lark does wonders, doesn't he? Oh, he's a magician, let me tell you. Well, hats off to you for going to the training table twice a day or more and uh, getting that hamstring work. You come off the bench and you had, what, 15 points tonight? Did I miss? Is that right, Scott? Correct. Second leading score. Unbelievable. Ella, congratulations, and what a better way to break a three game losing streak to Johnson. Tonight here before a packed house. What a game! Yeah, exactly. Like you said, three games. We were we we really wanted this one. We came out with a little bit of fire, and especially me, man. Two two games on the bench, just watching it. I was <laughs> I was struggling over there, but it was good to get back out there. Like I, like you said, my hamstrings feel a lot better, and it was just good to get back out there again. Well, it's good to see you out there, and what what a game you played. And Scott Babinat, assistant coach for Dallas. Now, are you the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator? I I, I lose track. I just try to keep up, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, tonight you guys kept up, and uh, what a night. I mean, you held McDermott before b- below her average. And, oh, by the way, you guys played a tremendous defense. I'll tell you, holding Johnson to 57 points, they don't do, not too many teams do that. And that was this has been going on for a while. I think right. it might have been the Southeast Polk loss or somewhere in there where defense started to become a, a focal point, not only in practice, but in game, Scott. Right. So much of it is that we're starting to communicate so much better as a team. You'll see the girls out there pointing to matchups and, and matching people up as they're running down court because they're so fast in transition. So we had to get back and start, uh, you know, first find McDermott and then Need and everybody else. I mean, they just fly. So, And it's been contagious because not only with Ames on Monday night, but Waukee on yeah. Tuesday, yeah. and they like to score 70-some points. Correct. And you hold them below their average. And tonight, uh, the, the win over Johnson, that is that is tremendous. What a week this has been. It's been great. And I think, I think our tough schedule has prepared us for this. And we still have a bunch of tough games left to go, but... Man, it's sure fun to watch this thing come together because our defense is getting better. Uh, our other players that are that you don't hear offensively are starting to shoot the ball well, and, and Caitlin's just kind of a maestro out there passing the ball and opening up things for everybody. 
Well, it certainly does. And uh, joined by Scott Babinat and uh, Ella McVeigh here at halftime as Ella, the candidates for the winner formally, you told me, are being introduced at halftime here by Mr. O'Grady. Yes. You know any of these uh, people? Oh, yeah, I know all of them. They're all really great people, really uh-huh. great students, some really great athletes. They all do a lot for the community at Dowling Catholic, so it's nice to see them get recognized like this. And I asked you why you weren't out there because you should be nominated. <laughs> I would have you know, nominated you, and you got to be a senior. You're yes. a junior. Seniors, yep. All right, so well, they're being introduced right now. Ella, talk about... Well, the rehab is done. Now you're yes. back playing, and I guess we won't know till tomorrow how you feel because it's always a day later. You know, when you when you're 17, 16, 17, 18 years old, you know it just goes away. But hopefully that'll be better tomorrow. But next week I look, uh, you have East on Tuesday, Friday you go to Ankeny Centennial, and Saturday you travel to Number One yes. City High. So not an easy week next week. Yeah. No. We're just, you know, staying focused one game at a time, one practice at a time, trying to get better. Like you said, really focus on the defense. I mean, Ankeny Centennial East, we can't overlook them, just go straight to Saturday. we got to really focus in and get better every single day so we can reach our long-term goals. You know, tonight you hit three, we call to me and Suns three-pointer because they are our supporters of our three-point shots. So go in there and tell Mario, I said, Appetizers on the house for all the McVeighs and Keanos and Rodriguez's and all that. I just said that. No. Uh, but uh, what a night you had shooting. And usually if you've been off a while, you want to get in and get into the game and maybe get a deflection, a steal. But you, you, did your shot get better while you were off? Or? You, you know, I couldn't do much running and stuff like that in practice, not many live drills. So it was mostly just off to the side working on shooting form and getting some shots up, doing what I could do while I couldn't, you know, be out there 100%, you know. All right, so and, and Coach Babinat's the offensive coordinator, as we found out in a roundabout way. I guess Danner's the defensive coordinator. Scott, has that been true? I mean, some of these kids, they got to work on their shot they from do. time to time, especially when you have multi-sport athletes, and Ella's one of them, outstanding yeah. softball player, but yeah, you got to work on your other sports. And uh, Yeah. They, talk and about that. Our, our girls do a lot of shooting, and they, we put them through drills and, and uh, set goals for them that they have to hit within the time frames. And, you know, if they don't, they, then they – have to live up to the punishment of that but they they work hard i mean they're really good shooters so and then when we pass the ball and move the ball that's it's quite effective i just i thought when ella came in the game tonight for instance it, it changed because she's making hustle plays uh offensive rebounding steals and she and you know maya's a tough guard for oh. anybody but uh both julia and her I, I, anything she got i thought she earned well tonight and our girls played really well, probably the best game against her in a long time. This is with Scott Babinet and Ella McVeigh here at halftime of the boys' game. Johnson leads Dowling 20-15. to 15. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls defeated uh, Johnson. And uh, I'll tell you what, you look at uh, the two gals that took Ella's spot in the starting lineup, and they did a great job. You started Meg Simplot twice. Right. And then uh, Julia Moore, and they have, you know, they they may have gotten a little bit better just by her absence, and it's kind of made the team much better. And I noticed that in your rotations tonight, Coach. Yeah, they're they're definitely just playing with, they're not playing scared. They come in there, they defend. Meg, in particular, is communicating better out on the court and pointing at matchups. She gets back and she's she's directing people where to be, and uh, just she's doing a great job. Julia comes in and. I mean, I just thought, again, she pressed hard on Maya and tried to stay in front of her, keep her in front of her the whole right. time. And uh, she just she just doesn't make a lot of mistakes. She just plays and adds to our defensive abilities and tendencies. And 
Well, at least tonight they, they did that, and defensively they didn't score offensively, but neither did your post players. No. But you got good defense out of them, yes. and you got this gal coming off the bench, right. shooting, and Clark is Clark. Yep. And then uh, Grace knocking down those threes yep. really helped out a lot. And, you know, Ella, go back to you. Your two replacements are going to be with you. Uh, well, one of them will be uh, uh, Julia Moore, freshman, and she's progressed very well. I remember talking to her up at Ankeny in, in one of our games. And then uh, Meg Simplot, a senior. And uh, I know you want to start, but those two gals kind of took your place, took two of them to take your place. And uh, what a week it's been. And you've probably seen their growth. You can beat with them in practice. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think that really speaks to, like, who we are kind of as a team. I mean, Meg and Julia both stepped in and great, did an amazing job. They have a lot of confidence. Like you said, they've grown a lot. It's just awesome to see them out there doing their thing. Meg hit a couple threes. Love to see her excitement out there. And Julia Moore, lockdown defense. I mean, you can always count on her to hustle in and making the plays and always locking up their best their best offensive players. So Absolutely. really happy for both of them. Well, congratulations on the win, both Thank of you. you. Scott Babinette, Thank a shout-out. This is shout-out time. Usually old wine and places like in northeast Iowa yeah. get the shout-out. You're you got a shout-out out We're going to have to shout-out to Coach Meyer not being here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wherever she's at. Uh, anybody I, want to shout-out? Usually you're on the West Coast at times. I'm right, when I tweeted you, right? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. So. Ella, you got a shout-out. Half the uh, south side, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to give tonight's shout-out to Del Lark. He's really done a lot for me the last Absolutely. couple days. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, and, for sure. Oh, and all our managers, of course. Yes. 100%. Right. You just you just did. Well, thank you, Scott. Thank you. Ella, thanks for being here at halftime. Best of luck. We'll see you next week. Thank, thank you so much. All right. Ella McVeigh, Scott Babinette, our halftime guest. We'll take a break and come back with the start of the second half. 20-15, to 15, Johnson with the lead over Dowling. Back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the second half, 20-17, to 17, as Dowling gets a basket on their first possession by Ryan Riggs. Johnson the other way, and now a foul called on Riggs, and free throws coming for Trey Lewis, who had 10 first-half points. Mark Amadale, Mike Swaim, and uh, Swimmer. Let's see what kind of adjustments have been made. I'll let you take our listeners through that. Well, early on, I already like the offensive change. Twice, they've run inside to Riggs first time he made it second time it just rolled out but both times they've gone inside which is exactly what they need to do all right lewis goes one for two at the free throw line 22 17 is our score and now corner three is no good by michael keel stillwell comes away with it his shot off the glass up and good the basket will count and a foul called on kramer 
Rare offensive board for Dowling, and they take advantage of it and capitalize and get a basket and a chance for an and one. That's something we didn't see in the first half, Mark, is white shirts going to the offensive glass. That time we did. Stillwell with his fourth point, held the two points at halftime. Riggs has six points at halftime, now with eight. Drew Daniel had three points at halftime. Free throw good by Stillwell. He's got five points. Two points for Andrew Lynch off the bench in Omaha Blue. His first varsity start with two points. Full court pressure by Dowling following the made basket. Johnson works it down court. Ball partially blocked as a shot by Max Rocky is no good, but uh, he gets a rebound and puts it through. And that's his first basket of the game for Johnson, 24-20. Credit Rocky that time for staying with it, but a nice little up and under move that time by Michael Keogh again in the paint. All of the baskets so far this half, Mark, have been inside the paint. 24-22, the Johnson lead is two, and now we've got a whistle and a foul underneath. They're going to get Riggs. They're going to get Riggs. So that is going to be his third. third. That's a big foul, Mark. So Lynch will replace him in the Dowling lineup. Wow, he and Rocky have been going at it a little bit, and that time Riggs got caught with sort of a push in the back, and he's going to have to go to the bench. So correction, uh, Trey Lewis had 11 points at halftime and now has 13. And now <laughs> inside and Lewis shoots and scores. That's his 15th point. Actually, they gave that. To, that was to Rocky. Oh, to Rocky. Excuse yeah, me. Nice inside move that time. Just a power move over Lynch. And now three-pointer good by Omaha Baloo. I believe that's the first three-pointer of the night. Is that right, Mark? Uh, for Dowling, we'll have to see. And a travel there for Johnston. So Drew Daniel I, hit the three. That's right, right before half. half. That's right. So second three for Dowling, and Omaha made a count, and now Dowling forced a turnover. And Mark with 5.43 to go here in the third quarter. Dowling has an opportunity to get the lead for the first time since the first quarter. That's right. Maroons led by six in the first half. Johnson's largest lead in the first half was nine. Dragons did not shoot a free throw in the first half, just like during the girls' game. And Dowling was 4 or 5 in the first half at the free throw line, and now the Maroons turn it over, and that was something you talked about at halftime, reducing turnovers. Dowling, another turnover. Johnson the other way. Underneath wow. the shot block. Lewis blocks the sh- Omaha Blue blocks uh, Lewis's shot. Down court is Stillwell, and two free throws coming for Matt as he drew the foul. What a block by Omaha Baloo that time. It looked like Trey Lewis had a wide open path to the basket, Mark, and Baloo came out of nowhere and swatted that. Not only did that, he started the break. Yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, it was just perfect. Now, that's a key to being a shot blocker is to be able to keep it in keep play. It, keep it in play and either you get it or your teammate Good gets point. It. Good point. And the free throw by Stillwell, no good. That's Matt's first miss on the night. And Coming into the game, Luke Woodley for Johnson. He replaces Garrett Miller. So for Dowling, it's Drew Daniel, who has the first two million Suns three-pointer. Omaha Blue has a second here in the third quarter. Second free throw is good by Stillwell. And it's 26 all. We're tied with 5.05 remaining here in the third quarter. So Dowling's battled back from a five-point halftime deficit to tie it. Dragons with it. This is Stephen Kramer, who battled who would battle foul trouble in the first half. He's playing with three fouls now. And now Woodley for three, and it's good. Luke Woodley with the left wing three, and that is his fifth point of the night. 29-26, Johnson by three. Dowling doing their dribble weave with their guards. Now corner, here is 
Ballou fakes the three, now shoots the three, and it's in and out no good. Tipped by Daniel, no good. Right into the hands of Reed Grant and Johnson with it. Off to uh, Trey Lewis. Lewis, who did not start tonight, coming in off the bench. And what a performance he's had. 13 points tonight off the bench for Trey Lewis, battling an injury. In the lane, pull-up jumper, no good by Stephen Kramer. Rebound Dowling. Michael Keel with it. Avoids Whitley at half court, down the lane. He shot up and good. The basketball count, a blocking foul called on Johnson as they tried to take the charge, and Lewis will be guilty of the foul. Yeah, it's a nice job by Michael Keel. I thought he got bumped out here, but I'm sure Dowling is much happier that the foul was called inside Absolutely. the paint mark. And Dowling with an opportunity to go to the free throw line and tie the game up again. So on Lewis, we mentioned his first foul. And an and one possibility here for Michael Keel, who has four points on the night. Looking for his first free throw, and it's good. He has five points. 29 all, Dowling and Johnson here at the Dowling Gym in game two of our doubleheader. As in the lane, Trey Lewis with the left hand. No good. Rebound Omaha Baloo. Omaha down court and runs into traffic. Lynch keeps the ball alive. And now nearly stolen, and Lynch is out of bounds. It'll be Johnson basketball as he was battling Reed Grant. Now, that time <laughs> I thought Omaha Baloo could have passed that ball instead of trying to dribble into traffic on that fast break. He just got out a little out of control. Dowling not able to capitalize to try and get the lead here. I think Omaha was winding up for the uh, all-purpose slam dunk, but uh, got caught in traffic as Johnson got back on defense. Tied at 29, 3.40 remaining third quarter from the Dowling gym tonight. Packed house during a little bit of a snow and sleet going on beforehand. Now we got a whistle and foul on Keel as he was battling Reed Grant. Yeah, just running a simple weave out there. Dowling doing a pretty good job. That time, Michael Keogh just got a little bit of the body. And Johnson will inbound the ball underneath their own basket. Trey Lewis will inbound it. Gets it to Rocky. Max with it, guarded by Lynch. Swings it to the pass to the right side to Grant, coming off the ball screen. And a little floater in the lane, rolls around and through. That's Reed a Grant. nice job by Grant, but poor defense on the ball screen that time by Dowling. Dowling the other way with the basketball. And now a steal on the bass by Dowling. Now they leave it for Breeze Proctor for three, and it's good. And Dowling will need a timeout. Proctor with his first three. And Johnson now leading by five, 34-29 with 3.02 remaining third quarter. We'll take a one-minute break. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, r r Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. 
R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain, 34-29. Johnson on a 5-0 run after Dowling got the game tied. And the Maroons now coming out of the timeout. They have three remaining. They have the basketball. And a nice pass from Ballou inside to Drew Daniel, who didn't have control of the ball and scores. Yeah, he was able to gather himself, Mark, and get under control and put that in. That was a big bucket to try and cut this lead to three. Daniel with five points. 34-31, Johnston. Possession arrow favors the Dragons, and they have the ball. Long three coming again. Good! <laughs> you believe that? Johnny Leth, a 25% free throw shooter, buries one. Frochter hit one earlier, and he was shooting 29%. Dowling with the ball on the baseline. Lynch, a head fake, and a shot up and no good, and either Grant or Leth got him with the foul. But a couple guys shooting below 30%. Drilling threes. We continue to see this, Mark. <laughs> timely three-point shooting by Dowling's opponents, and it is a frustrating thing to see that. Leth with the foul. That's his second. Free throw good by Andrew Lynch, who has three points tonight. Dowling was 4 of 5 going into the third quarter at the free throw line. Johnson had yet to shoot a free throw until Lewis hit a pair earlier here in this quarter. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One. Two Rivers Glass and Door, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and r r Realty. Second free throw good by Lynch. Andrew with four points tonight off the bench. 37-33. Johnson with the lead. And now a long three, no good by Luke Woodley. Rebound Dowling. Here's Straco in the lineup. Joe gets the pass to Lynch. To Daniel for three. Up and off the mark. No good. Left it short. Rebound Lewis. Johnson continues to do a good job on the, on the glass, Mark. It's one shot and out for Dowling for... Most part of this game. All right, here's Breach Proctor taking to the basket. His shot up and good. Went right down the right side. Proctor with five points all in the third quarter. Dowling down to a six-point deficit now. Runs with the basketball. Ballou for three in the corner, and it's good. His second three, yeah. The second three of the quarter and his third of his young career. The freshman buried it, and it's 39-36. Johnson by three. Now here's a long three by Proctor again. It's no good. Fight for the rebound. Daniel batting, battling over there, and they're going to say. I think they're going to give that to Dowling. Yes. It went out of bounds off of Johnny Leth, who was battling. Good battle that time by Andrew Lynch. No question. Andrew hit the hit the deck. So did Leth, and the basketball belongs to Dowling. Ryan yeah. Riggs coming back in, Mark, with a minute 14 to go here in the third quarter with three fouls. So yep. It's a little offense defense for Dowling as Strocko dribbles in the front court, gets it to Stillwell on the right side. Back Got to Strocko. Now here's Riggs, right block, double team, left-hand shot. Missed everything, no good. Rebound Johnston and Reed Grant. Out to Trey Lewis, guarded by Ballou, and he shoots and scores right around Omaha Ballou. Now that's just a great wow. job by Trey Lewis, recognizing that he's got a slower man on him, and he got by him and then just put up that little floater. Really nice shot. Well, Coach Frick told me that uh, Lewis was injured and he was questionable. Looks like uh, he worked out whatever he needed to do, and now here is a shot out in the lane. Good by 
Ryan Riggs. Yeah, it's his 10th point. Nice job by Ryan Riggs. This has clearly been his best offensive game in the last. 41-38. Johnston by three. 25 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Yeah, Riggs had six against Waukee. Oh, the Dragons playing for the last shot. Ten seconds remaining. Left all alone. A shot blocked. That was Johnny Left with a shot on the right block and a foul at half court. Yeah, that's going to be Johnson's fifth team foul mark. On, dra- on the Dragons. They try to cut Dowling off, and that was Reed Grant picking up the foul, and that's his second. Yes. Plenty of time for Dowling. They got 6.1 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And They're going to tra- have to about right, right about half court. And they trail by three. Now Dowling will inbound the ball. It'll be Strocko inbounding to Stillwell. Across the timeline. Stillwell down the lane. Gets in the corner for Ballou for three, and it's short at the horn. And Good we, luck. And we come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Johnston, 41. Dowling, 38 here in this boys' contest. Girls' game tonight, won by Dowling, 75-57 over to the second rank. Johnson Dragons will take a one-minute break and return for the fourth quarter with Johnson leading by three here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Tumi and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumi and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumi and Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumi's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumi and Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TumiandSons.net. We are to devote ourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Iowa Catholic Radio is thankful for your prayerful and financial support. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank you for supporting our ministry, connecting people with Christ. I also want to ask if you would support Iowa Catholic Radio with a $30 a month gift. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, through the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or at 515-223-1150. Thank you. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Underway in the fourth quarter. It's uh, Johnson leading Dowling 41-38 here in this boys' contest. As Dowling outscored Johnston 23-21 in that fourth quarter, Mike, Mike Swain. Yeah, much better offense by Dowling, and it started with getting the ball inside, Mark. Yes, it did. And now Reed Grant with Johnston's first possession. He launched the three left wing. It's no good right in front of his coach, Brian Frick. Rebound Dowling. Now Strockel. Dribbles inside, gets cut off on the uh, right block by Trey Lewis, who's had one heck of a night off the bench, 15 points, and coming back from an injury that he suffered. Dowling retains possession. Here's Strockel clearing out on the right side, dribbles baseline over to Stillwell for three. It missed everything. Rebound Lewis and Johnson the other way. Down court, they get it to Grant. Underneath the Rocky, reverse layup, good. The basket will count, the foul on Dowling. And they're going to get uh, Ryan Riggs with a touch foul, but they're protecting the shooter there, and Ryan has just picked up his fourth foul. Now that's just a huge turnaround, Mark. Dowling misses a wide-open three on the offensive end, and then Riggs commits a fourth personal foul on Rocky, who converts it and goes to the line now to try and make this a six-point game. Max Rocky with six points all in the second half. As the Dragons are attempting just their third free throw of the night. They're two for two at the line. And it's no good. 
Rebound comes out to Dowling and Stillwell. Dowling's got to be patient. Now with Riggs out, they don't have that post presence inside, so every possession is valuable at this point. Little high-low underneath, and a get it inside to Lynch, and they draw another charge. Does Breeze Proctor, the wave off the basket, and Lynch picks up his third foul. Yeah, that was just good position that time by Proctor. Lynch has got to go straight up with that rather than going into the defender. We mentioned Johnson just two for two at the line tonight. Now they're two for three with the miss here in the fourth quarter. Dowling's nine of 11 at the free throw line. Underneath, and Grant loses the ball, but he gets it right over to who else? Rocky, who's got eight, all eight of his points here in the second half. And then Johnson leads, swells to seven, 45-38. Underneath, and here's Drew Daniel with a little. like a little alley-oop play that time that Johnson ran, but nice layup that time by Drew Daniel, and Coach Frick's going to get a timeout for Johnson here. 30-second timeout called by uh, Brian Frick. The score is 45-40. Excuse me, Johnson Dowling is going back with Riggs. So Coach O'Connor seeing that six minutes to go here, down five, and they're going to get one of their better offensive players back in the game despite having four fouls. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. And if you joined us late, we had, what a girls game we had tonight. Dowling girls led by Caitlin Clark's 42 points. Upended number two Johnston by the score of 75-57 in game one of our girls and boys doubleheader. Next week, we have a girls game Tuesday night, uh, Dowling at East. We'll go on the air at 6 o'clock, and they'll tip off at 6.15. Dowling at East. We'll have it on Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve Devaney and I will be courtside for that. And then next Friday night, we'll be at Centennial's Gym, Dowling at Ankeny Centennial. We'll have a girls and boys doubleheader next Friday, the rematch at Centennial, Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. Dowling winning both games this year. And now a backdoor cut and a layup good by Reed Grant, and that was well set up by Coach Frick and his staff. That's just great play design. Second time they've been able to get Dowling on a backdoor cut that time, and Reed Grant, nice play. Seven-point lead now. And these every possession now, Mark, is huge for Dowling. They've got it. Be careful, get good shot selection here. Grant with nine points. Now here's Stillwell in the lane. His shot no good. The tip up and no good by Riggs. Battling for the rebound is Riggs, and he has it stolen away from him by Max Rocky. Now Johnson in transition. This is Reed Grant. Leaves it for Trey Lewis from half court. Good. Trey Lewis with a three, and that's Caitlin Clark range, if you ask me. He's got 18 points. Wow. That's just a great answer by Johnson. 50 to 40, Johnson by 10 underneath Riggs. His shot up and good, a foul on Rocky. The basket will count, and Riggs to the line for an and one, and it's not over yet for Dowling. Well, good job by Dowling going inside. And again, just like Johnson has done a couple times tonight, Dowling has to weather this storm, Mark. little adversity. Had a couple nice plays by Johnson, but only still an eight-point game chance to get it to seven with plenty of time to go. Riggs' free throw, good. So Ryan with 13 points. And they'll put uh, Matt Riedel in for Riggs. Try to, uh, now that Dowling's got a little comeback. Good move by the coaching staff getting Riggs out because of this defensive possession with four fouls. Yes. Full court pressure by Dowling. Like it's man-to-man right now. Ballou guarding Trey Lewis. 50-43 as that free throw was good by 
Riggs, and now a whistle and a foul on Ballou, and that is a touch foul, but it is a foul on Omaha with his third. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate because it's 50 feet away from the basket, and it puts Dowling at 16 fouls, but the next foul then will send Johnson to the line for a one-and-one. One. Both teams with 16 fouls, so we'll be shooting free throws with every foul call the rest of the night. Here's Lewis coming off a ball screen, dribbles baseline. They rotate the ball. Woodley for, no, nope, shoot the three. Leaves it for a Reed Grant. History pointer no good. Bodies on the floor. Rebounded by Ballou. we got a whistle and a foul, and they're going to get Drew Daniel for the foul. He was hooked up with Max Rocky. Yeah, both guys went to the ground. I didn't really see who initiated the contact, but the officials are going to say Drew Daniel committed the foul, which is going to put Rocky on the foul line for a one-and-one after Dowling had got the ball, Mark, on that rebound. Yeah, Ballou had the rebound. That was kind of off the ball. Yeah, and now Riggs coming back in offensively. we got a break in the action, so get him back in. So it's Strockel, Stillwell at the guards with Daniel, Riggs, and Ballou, the three post players for Dowling. Rocky, front end of a one-on-one, free throw good. He missed the first one tonight. Now it's the front end of a one-on-one. That's a 17 foul on Dowling, 51-43, Johnston by eight with just under five minutes remaining. Here in the fourth quarter from the Dowling gym that was once packed, and we see openings in the bleachers right now for that great girls game in halftime. Second free throw good. Rocky makes them both. He's now two of three at the line tonight, and he has ten points. Excuse me. Ten points for Rocky, and it's 52-43. Johnson by nine. 445 remaining, and now Stillwell trying a little high-low, trying to get it to Riggs, stolen away by Rocky. Another turnover from Dowling, and credit Grant on that. Got the deflection, Johnson able to save it. Johnson with an opportunity to go up double digits, Mark, here with 430 to go. Drew Lewis with it, gets it over to Woodley. Loot gets it inside to Proctor, goes to the basket. His shot no good, rebound Riggs. Outlet pass to Strocco, tries to get Ballou, and he overthrew him. Had the right idea, but he overthrew him, and now Riedel back in for Riggs. And that'll take some time. Strocco's got to understand, go ahead and go up with that. Go to the basket. Let Omaha Ballou go catch that like a lob pass rather than that sort of hard pass on the baseline. Yeah, he threw a fastball and needed that slurve ball. (laughs) Drop pitch, if you will. 52-43, Johnston by nine. Approaching the four-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Here's Trey Lewis with it. Swings to the corner for Woodley. Three-pointer in the corner. No good left wing. Rebound Riedel. Outlet to Ballou. Ballou one-on-one against Lewis. Goes around him. Layup. Good! Omaha Ballou shoots and scores. Yeah, surprised that there wasn't a call there. There was some contact, and I thought, nice job by Omaha Ballou avoiding that charge. 52-45 is our score. Omaha Ballou tonight with 10 points, so he gets... A start and in double figures. Matter of fact, he had 10 points against Waukee off the bench on Tuesday night, thus the start tonight. We want to mention our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio include Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, R&R Realty Group, and the Catholic Tuition Organization, alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, and Swamer. Your thoughts here. Both teams are going to be shooting free throws with every foul and Dowling trailing by seven with just under four minutes remaining. If I'm Coach Frick, I'm telling my Johnston Dragons, listen, we want great shots. That last one, a three-pointer in the corner, not needed when you're up nine and under four minutes to go. And so 
They, they need great shots. They need to get to the foul line. And if you're Dallin, you've got to play good, solid defense. Don't play with your hands. See if you can force some turnovers and then be efficient on the offensive end. Full court pressure by Dowling. It's all man-to-man. Blue guarding Lewis in the backcourt. Trey goes around him, and he gets it out to Luke Woodley as uh, Johnson now will run their offense or play the uh, oh, the dribble weave with the three guards. Now here's Rocky beyond the three-point arc. Passes over to Lewis. Lewis looking for a backdoor cut. Can't get it to him. Now hands it off to Breeze Proctor, who will give it to Reed Grant. It's kind of a motion offense with delay with the three-guard uh, weave, if you will, Mike. Yeah, Johnson doing a nice job with it. They've got multiple guys who can handle the ball. There's Rocky with it on the right block. Got too deep. His shot no good. Partially blocked by Drew Daniel, and Daniel gets a rebound. Down court to Stillwell as we approach the three-minute mark. Still plenty of time here, Mark. Yep. Got a chance Johnson. to cut it to five with three minutes to go. Johnson had the ball for about 40 seconds and uh, came up empty. Here's Straco backs his way in against Lewis, tries to get it to Daniel, and he throws it away out of bounds. That's a costly turnover. Got to try and take care of the ball and get good looks. Johnson will inbound the ball. Full court pressure by the Maroons, and Rita will go up and guard the ball as it's being thrown in by Reed Grant. Ball slapped away, but Lewis retains it. Now he gets it over to Breeze Proctor. They get it across the timeline. Blob pass underneath to Rocky, and he comes down with it. Lewis for three. It's in and out no good, and a rebound Ballou and Dowling. I'm just not sure about that shot selection, Mark. Up seven with 2.30 and throwing threes from four feet out. Yeah, I saw that. I don't think uh, Coach Frick liked that either. Here's Straco dribbles in the lane. Backdoor cut. Gets it to Daniel. Layup good as he beat Luke Woodley to the basket. A whistle and a foul on Dowling in the backcourt after Drew shoots and scores. Foul's going to be on Straco. Yeah, now you're going to put Trey Lewis on the line. And again, I, I, I like the aggressiveness, but fouling in the backcourt is not what Dowling needs right now. This will be the eighth team foul on Dowling. So one and one coming up for Trey Lewis, who's been perfect on the line tonight. And his first free throw is good. 19 points for Lewis. Trey coming off the bench for 19 points. Trey Lewis kept coming in tonight, Mark, was shooting 40%. Yeah. But he is perfect to the line, of course. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't he be? It's, yeah. <laughs> he, he's playing in the Dowling Gym where everybody shoots well. Yeah. Drew, and second free throw, no good. Ball slapped around as Ballou tips it to Drew Daniel. Daniel has nine points now with that last made basket. Lewis with 19 points. Now the Maroons with it, and Akeel gets underneath to Riggs, and his shot is uh, blocked with a foul on Brees Proctor, and Ryan Riggs the line for Dowling. Proctor with his first foul. Uh, these are huge free throws, Mark, to try and cut this thing to a four-point game. Dowling fortunate to get that ball back. It looked like a t- another turnover, but it bounced right into Riggs' hands. Riggs with 13 points, has two free throws here. First one good. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. They're going to get Riedel in for Riggs defensively. So, Dowling down by four, two minutes to go. Dowling with two timeouts, Johnson with three timeouts, and teams are both shooting if there is a foul committed. 15 points now for Riggs. He uh, hits both free throws. He's five for five out of six tonight at the line. 53-49, Johnston by four. Two minutes remaining, and now the Maroons will commit the foul. Riedel 
Fouls Reed Grant. Grant going to the free throw line. A 39% free throw shooter, and that's kind of the what uh, Coach was, Coach O'Connor was talking about. Yeah, they. You could hear the bench as soon as Reed Grant caught. They wanted a foul, and now uh, Ryan Riggs back in. So let's see if that strategy works here for the one and one for Reed Grant. A 19 foul on Dowling. So what better way to test it out on a free throw shooter who's not the best in the air? The shot is no uh, good. Pays off. <laughs> Grant's free throw is no good. He's got nine points tonight. 0 for 1 at the line. Dowling with the rebound. 53-49 Johnston. Riggs down the uh, left side of the lane. He stops. Puts up a shot. Little scoop shot. Good for the big guy. shot by Riggs. And now a team that was down nine, Mark, is only down two. And they're going to foul Reed Grant again. Daniel with the foul and put him back on the line. 17 points for Riggs. This time it'll be a two-shot foul. Yep. That's a 10th team foul on Dowling. And the foul is on Drew Daniel, his second. And back to the free throw line, Reed Grant, a 30, 39% free throw shooter. Go ahead. His last one was not good. It barely drew iron, but that one he rattles in. Ten points now for Reed Grant. Johnson's lead is three, 54-51, a minute 43 remaining. Hang on to your... Hats here. Second one missed everything. Might have grazed the rim. They didn't whistle it. Yeah. And rebound Dowling and Daniel. Drew with the rebound and hands it off to Stillwell. Matt coming off a ball screen. Gets it up top to Matt Riedel. Riedel looking inside to Riggs. Can't get it to him. Here's Stillwell. Spins in the lane. His shot might have been partially blocked as Lewis tied him up. And they'll hand it off to Woodley. And work it down court. And reverse layup up and no good by Breeze Proctor. And a whistle and a timeout as... Boy, when Reed Grant was trying to secure that rebound, Mark, and I thought he took multiple steps, no call, and then wisely the Johnson Dragons get a timeout when it looked like there was going to be another turnover. All right, it'll be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. A minute 15 remaining, fourth quarter. Johnston 54, Dowling 51. From the Dowling Gym, we'll be back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Our score is 54-51. Johnson with the lead over Dowling. A minute 16 remaining. And now uh, one of our referees, uh, Jason Ollins, has called Coach Frick and Coach O'Connor to the table. And I'm not sure if they had a substitution issue here, Mike. We really don't know what's going on. It, it's something to do with the clock. They said that there's an, uh, like an inadvertent buzzer that they will stop play. 
If but, there, there could be one coming up. Is that I'm not sure that they, the referees were talking to the scorer and the, the clock, the board operator. Okay. And then he he called both coaches and said there may be a stoppage in play. Inadvertently, we'll stop it and try and sort it out. That's Dowling ball. Yeah. Boy, what Johnson a huge steal! And Reed Grant is right about four seconds and. Dowling fans wanted five. He threw it in, and Trey Lewis couldn't handle the pass yeah. out of bounds. Well, now Dowling with a chance to cut it to one or even tie it with a minute ten to go. Yeah, Jason Allen's just just whistled or just signaled to me it was a timing thing. Yeah. And, and that's what they were over. So 54-51, Dowling with the ball, and a foul on Johnson as the Maroons go to the, go to the free throw line here. And this will be Stillwell, I believe. It is going to be Stillwell. He's going to have two shots. And I'm sure Coach O'Connor is going to get somebody in for Ryan Riggs defensively. Okay, Woodley with the foul. That's the eighth team foul on Johnson. Two shots coming for Matt as he took it in the hole to the hole and uh, got fouled. And the free first free throw is good. 54-52. It's a two-point Johnson lead. 106 remaining in the fourth quarter. Mike Swain. Dallying with two timeouts. I think Coach O'Connor is going to take a timeout if this is a made free throw. And the second free throw is good, and the Maroons will take a timeout. Stillwell hits them both. Matt tonight with six points, eight points. It'll be a full timeout. So Stillwell with eight, and it's a Dowling timeout. 54-53, Johnson by one. It'll be Johnson basketball when we return here in the fourth quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, and boy, what a finish we're going to have. 54-53 Johnson. Dragons inbound the ball. Dowling pressing in the backcourt, and Omaha Baluk commits the foul there, Mike. Tough break for the Maroons. It was almost a five-second count. Johnson Johnson was very close to having a five-second count, and then Omaha with the foul. That's going to be his fourth, so both he and Riggs have four fouls here as Trey Lewis will go to the line to shoot two. Dowling in the double, or... Committed over 10 fouls, so Johnson in the double bonus. Johnson has committed 18 fouls. And the first free throw is good by Trey Lewis. And he's just a 40% free throw shooter on the year. And tonight he is two, four for five at the line. So we've got some kids for Johnson that are really performing. Now, Jason Allen's one of the officials came over, and I've known Jason for a long time. He says, hey, we have an issue. We could have an issue with timing. 
If we don't have tenths in second, once we get under a minute, second free throw good by Lewis. Johnson up three. And they'll stop it and reset it if that's the case. In so the first we'll dead ball, they said they and would. And there are the tenths, so, so we won't have that problem. We're all good. Here's Daniel with a step back three for Drew. Off the mark, no good. Ball slapped around. And Johnson with the basketball. Pressure in the backcourt by Dowling. As Stephen Kramer comes away with it, and he gets a pass down court layup. Good. Dowling overplayed. And Stephen Kramer with the basket. That's his first two points tonight. Runs the other way. Stillwell to Ballou for three. It's up and short. Rebound Rocky. Outlet pass goes to Reed Grant. He goes down court. And his shot blocked by Ballou. Gets the rebound. 20 se- 30 seconds remaining to Stillwell. Matt in the lane. Pull-up jumper. No good. Drew the foul. And he'll go to the line for two. 58-53. Johnson by five. 24 seconds remaining. Clock stopped. And Dowling with two shots. How about that action? Oh my God. Ballou running down the Johnston <laughs> Dragon and blocking it and then getting the ball and starting the break. And, boy, still what was this close, Mark, to getting an and one on that foul. So Kramer picks up his fourth foul. He just picked up his first two points on that last Johnson possession. Free throw good by Stillwell. Matt tonight with nine points. He'll have another one. If you're Dowling, you would love to have this ball inbounded to Grant and try and put him on the foul line. No kidding. Second free throw coming, and Matt drills it. Ten points for Stillwell. So he and uh, Ballou both with 10 points each. Ryan Riggs with 17 points. Three players for Dowling in double figures. 58-55. It's a three-point lead. 24 seconds remaining. Johnson with the lead and the basketball. They inbound the ball to Breeze Proctor. He's double teamed. And the ball goes out of bounds. They say it went off of Dowling. Double team that time by Daniel and Stillwell. Really nice double team that time. And Dowling Bench thought it might have went off that Johnson player. But referee's right there. All right. Dragons win by it. Grant will throw it in. Gets it into Proctor. Breeze with it. Now on the backcourt to Miller. And now we got a backcourt foul. On Dowling. This will be on Daniel. So Drew will pick up his third foul. And free throws coming for Johnson. And let's see who goes to the line. It might be Miller. I think it's going to be Proctor who is going to the line. Oh, you're right. And Proctor coming into the game shooting 53%. So... This Johnson team coming in 56% for the year. So not a great shooting team, but Trey Lewis has helped that percentage a lot. First free throw, no good. 58-55, Johnston by three with 18.4 seconds remaining. Uh, This is a huge one here, Mark, for Johnston to make this a two-possession game. Dowling with one timeout, Johnston with two. So it's Stillwell, Riggs, Ballou, Drew Daniel, and Matt. Riedel, who now checked in for Dowling. Those are the five on the floor. Second free throw by Crocker. No good. Rebound Riggs. Dowling a chance to tie. 58-55 Johnson. Ten seconds remaining. Stillwell coming off a ball string in the lane. Leaves it for Riggs. A power dribble. His shot up and no good. Rebound Johnston and that might do it. Grant fouled in the backcourt by Daniel with two and a half seconds remaining. Little surprise, Mark, that Dowling didn't attempt a three. There was about 13 seconds to go when Stillwell started to make his move that time. And they down by three. It, we were just running out of time. And then Riggs with uh, a shot that didn't fall. So, 58-55, Johnson, as you mentioned, free throws coming. Reed Grant back to the line where he's one for two tonight. First one good. That should do it. Grant, a 39% free throw shooter, and now checking in will be Nick Hahn for the Dragons, 6'2", senior, and a 
Full timeout is called by Brian Frick. We'll take one ourselves. 59-55, Johnson leading Dowling. 2.4 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Final shot of the ball game, no good by the Maroons, and it's Johnston coming away with the road win, 60-55 to over Dowling. And congratulations to head coach Brian Frick and the Johnston Dragons, a winner here tonight on the Dowling floor. So the two teams split their regular season matchup as Dowling won the first game back in December over the uh, Johnston Dragons. And by a score of 54-38 and tonight it's 60-55 to Johnson with the win and looking back at these two teams in the series it was tied at 12 each going all the way back to 2008-2009 and now Johnson with a uh, lead in that series so there's been some great games but I know frustration for uh, for the Dowling team they have now lost four in a row uh, this week and, and going back to last week and that's uh, that's never a good sign and that's something that Dowling's going to have to you know pull through here Mike. Yeah, they've got to fight through some things, Mark. I mean, they had 15 points at halftime, uh, 40 points in the second half for Dowling, and offensively they were not in a rhythm. They had too many turnovers, and again, it's been these slow starts these last four games that have been characteristic of this Dowling team, and to be able to, you know, to have to dig yourself out of a hole is really hard to do. You need a lot of things to go your way. You need some breaks, and they almost Dowling had an opportunity with, 16 seconds to go down three a chance to tie but Dowling opted to go inside and they were not able to get the basket and then Johnson with a couple timely free throws down the stretch to ice it so another frustrating loss for Dowling and uh, this one's going to hurt a little bit uh, they they had opportunities and had a chance to uh, to get this game and just couldn't come out Maroons uh, fall to the Johnson Dragons by a score of 60-55 to 55 in the boys' action. Dowling falling to 8-5 and five on the season. They're now 4-3 and three in Central Conference play and have been knocked out of the more than likely the top 10 when that all comes out next Monday. Uh, Johnson improves to 6-6 six and six on the year. They're 2-5, and five, or rather 2-4 and four in Central Conference play. The Dragons will have a busy week next week as Monday they have their makeup game at home against Ames. Tuesday they travel to Fort Dodge, and next Friday they travel to uh, Urbandale, so they have three games uh, next week. Dowling will have two. The Dowling boys will not play Tuesday. Their next game will be a week from tonight, a week off, Mike, as Dowling will be traveling to number six, Ankeny Centennial, a team that Dowling beat by 13 points earlier this month. And then the next night, or next day, they travel to uh, 
Cedar Rapids, and they take on fifth-ranked Dubuque-Hempstead. That game will be played at Cedar Rapids-Kennedy. Kind of a makeup add-on game, if you will, for Dowling, and that will be on Saturday, February 1st, boys-only game. So two games back-to-back next week, but a week off for the Maroons right now. It doesn't get any easier. I mean, you're looking at playing two ranked teams in a row and both of them on the road, Mark, and maybe that's what they need. This this stretch here that they have had have all been losses here at home, and they, they just have been sort of in a funk. So maybe going on the road will be good for this team. A, a week off certainly to sort of work on the things that they need to work on internally. And, and again, I, I just can't emphasize enough getting off to better starts for Dowling than, than what we've seen. Uh, and, and that's really sort of the key. That and, you know, just some little things. I mean, you know, not we, we, we've not seen this offensive boards that we saw early on in the season. They were so dominant going into the glass. We haven't seen that getting back in transition and getting a hand in some shooters on the three-point line, that's been sort of a problem. Sure. Uh, and then clearly the turnovers were a big story tonight, Mark, and, uh, you know, not being able to finish some inside as well. So, uh, you know, these guys are battling. I, I mean, no one's given up on the season. Uh, there's a long way to go, and, uh, you know, th- this is a quality dallying team, but they've, they've got to do some, some searching inside. they got to start playing with some confidence, and hopefully this week the staff will be able to get that – that that going uh when they start heading on the for this road trip sometimes it's just little things little things you might have gotten away with against some of the, the games that got way out of hand uh those come back to haunt you because i guarantee you one thing ciml coaches they break down tape and it's very accessible and they'll try to capitalize on your little things you're doing wrong that doesn't make a difference in a in a maybe a game where it's a blowout but they'll capitalize it and make it a big difference on a game like this that's a great point i, I thought coach frick and his staff uh, I mean, I, I mentioned to you during a break uh, off air that they did a great job on Matt Stillwell tonight, really collapsing. Anytime Matt would try and drive and spin move, there was always a defender there and making it tough for him to score. And, and he really struggled tonight as one of Dowling's leading scorers typically uh, did not have a, a great offensive game. And you got to credit the Johnson defense for that. Uh, and I thought they had a really good game plan. And then, of course, how about the, the boost that Trey Lewis gave them no question. Uh, coming off the bench and boy, if that's not feeling good okay i, I want to be like Trey lewis because he played he played great tonight some big three pointers from him yeah and i didn't ask coach frick i knew he, he said he'd been hurt he would be questionable to start and didn't know if he you know game time decision whatever his injury is and i didn't ask his injury if they volunteered to me i'll tell him but sure. he didn't volunteer that too but Trey lewis off the bench tonight leading johnson with 21 points we'll come back and we'll recap scoring and uh, some other thoughts, along with Mike Swain, Mark Hamadale. I want to thank David Beltram, who is our studio producer here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Finals tonight in game one, it was a girls' contest, and it was uh, number three Dowling upending number two Johnston, 75-57. And in game two, it was the Johnston Dragon boys defeating Dowling 60-55. to Here at the Dowling Gym, along with Mike Swain, Mark Hamadale, back with more. And our final thoughts here on the postgame show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. 
Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. Welcome back to the, the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadillo alongside Mike Swain. And we're joined here on the post-game show by uh, O.C., you want to talk? or you, you want to make Sure. No, just joined by Michael Connor. Hey, we just put him on the line. I did that with your dad at Lincoln a few times. Hey, you right. want to talk? <laughs> oh, sure. My, my dad never wanted to talk. Yes, so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Connor joins us. What a week this has been. Ames, Waukee. And uh, finally tonight, uh, conference game against Johnson. OC, you got a week off. You got a week off to repair, and then next week you go to Ankeny Centennial, and then that makeup game in at Cedar Rapids Kennedy, taking on uh, sixth or fifth rank to Duke Hempstead. So what a week it's been for you guys. But playing hard, as Mike said during the game, you guys play hard. It's just some bad breaks, some kids. You're making other kids 39% free throw shooters, knocking down free throws, the little things like that, and. It's been one of those weeks, Mike. It's a long season. Yep, it is. Long season. It's been a long week. Um, in this stretch, we haven't really created our own breaks. We're not We're not playing the full game with the sense of urgency that we're capable of that we did early in the year. Uh, we had a bunch of turnovers tonight, which were really from poor decision-making. I'm not even sure some of them were forced. Um We've got to grow. I've got to go home and watch film and, and, and try to figure out some answers. Um, we practice well. That's the crazy part. We, we have good practices. They're spirited. They're energetic. But for whatever reason right now, it's not showing up on Tuesdays and Fridays. You know, you had an interesting, uh, and Mike uh, Swain, Coach Swain picked up on it. You, you put on a, t- during the timeout, you had seven on your board for seven turnovers. That was early in the first quarter. And I don't know if it got better after that, but your really. your turnovers are getting high, and I think that's the frustrating part as a coach. It is. Because everything it, else is working well. It, They're playing hard. Well, you can't get in a flow offensively when you have 12 turnovers. You're going to score 12 points in a half if you have 12 turnovers. In the second half, I thought we were better. Um, there was a couple plays. There was a play early on where I thought we had a chance to throw the ball ahead for a layup, and we ended up getting a charge. And we had a similar play in the second half. And – our kids aren't selfish. They're just trying to make the play. They, they want to help the team, and we have to learn that, hey, listen, i got to give this up. That's the play. That's the right play to help the team. Coach, I mentioned uh, to Mark uh, just that in the post game here, you guys are now going to go on the road for two after this home stretch, and it's been a frustrating home stretch. But I, I just said it might be even good just to get these guys back on the road, sort of that road warrior mentality. How much of this week will you guys spend on your own things as opposed to looking at Centennial and, and, and the other opponent on Saturday? Well, I, I, I think it has to be a lot. You know, with the way that we're playing right now, I think it has to be a lot. I, I don't think that we can give much attention to our opponents if, if, if we can't put it together on both ends for 32 minutes. I think that's where our focus has to be. Well, Coach, a week off, and that'll, that'll, you know, that could be a, a positive. I thought a couple things tonight. Your team went 16 out of 18 yeah. at the free throw line, and you had four players in double figures. Uh, you mixed your lineup up a little bit. Uh, Keel and Omaha came in and started, and mm-hmm. you brought Straco and uh, Riedel off the bench. But you had four players in double figures, and but yet a low-scoring game and uh, 
you know, second time you played Johnson. And Johnson, last time you held him like 38 points at their place. So, you know, it's just it's one of those games that we've not had. It's basketball. I mean, it the ball goes in the basket early, and, and people get some confidence, and the Lewis kid got going, and that was kind of infectious for everybody else. But, you know, the every team that we played this week has had a week to prepare for us, and each of them has had some – some little wrinkles and i'll take walkie out of it they were just really good that night but they had a couple wrinkles that helped them and johnson ran a couple things tonight and they had run on film they had a week and, and they executed them well and i think it got them two to four points well in a game that you lose by five Absolutely. or six that, that's sure. huge yeah. and sure. hopefully we can turn the script on that next friday and, and do some similar things oc thanks for taking time yep. to visit with us we'll see you at, at centennial next week sounds good yeah. thanks good guys week, thanks guys thanks michael connor the Dowling Boys basketball coach joining us here in the postgame show. And thanks for uh, Coach for uh, stopping by and inviting him to. to the, uh, he was going to bring up a couple players, but obviously after a loss, sometimes that's difficult. Yeah, but we appreciate that. And you heard his comment. You as a coach, Mike, know better than most that, you know, you get in these frustration periods. Games you think you should have taken the care of the basketball better. Games that are right there for you. And then you're in a loss. Now you're in a losing streak. And the Maroons now it's swelled to uh, three games. Yeah, it's tough. We, I mentioned, Mark, that uh, each loss, it, it gets tougher to get out of that that rut. And, and that's what we're seeing right now. And, uh, again, the kids are playing hard and the coaches are putting together a good game plan. It's just little things here and there. And I think a week off for Dowling to work on their things and then getting out on the road and focusing uh, will help this team. But it's a long season. This is a grind. Uh, you know, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And, uh, you know, similar to last year, this team, you know, had sort of that lull sure. and was able then to get down to, to Wells Fargo for the state tournament. So nobody's pushing the panic button. But obviously uh, things have got to get better, and I think that's going to start this week. Yeah, and uh, the Maroons ended up getting the number two seed in their sub-state last year. And, and uh, Dowling now, their, their record falls to eight and five. They've lost four in a row. I said three or they lost four in a row. So you really want to – Recoup, and you know sometimes maybe getting away from home. This has been a three-game homestand that uh, Dowling's lost all three games. Yep. And you cap, and you put in there a week ago on that Tuesday night losing to Ankeny, then having last Friday off, so it's a swell to four games. Having a week off now, you get a week to prepare for your next opponent, Ankeny Centennial, and head coach Bob Fontana and Bobby Sanquist and company up at Centennial. And then uh, the next day, you just you know roll the balls out, and here we go. We're playing Hempstead, fifth-ranked team at state, a neutral court. So uh, maybe this time will be uh, uh, beneficial for the Maroons this week having time off because you heard from coach uh, the team gives good effort we see it every night but it's just the little things and yeah. those turnovers are a lot and you know I mentioned this last week uh, I think it was when, uh, uh, Tuesday Waukee came comes in and I think they average like 14 assists as a team but only about six and a half turnovers a game well Dowling comes in averaging 11 assists a game but giving up 12 turnovers tonight they had more than that according to coach O'Connor, uh, they probably have 15, 16 turnovers. So that that's one thing that kind of can that close from being a good team and being a mediocre team, and that's that's the window you have. Yeah, and Dowling's taking everybody's best shot, Mark. I mean, that's that's yeah. part of when you when you come to Dowling and and you play for this school. That's that's what comes with the territory, and so uh, they just got to regroup, have a good week of practice, and go on the road and get off to a good start, Mark. And obviously, they're capable of winning. They they've already beaten Centennial, so. Uh, need a couple of things to go their way, but uh, I'm sure Coach O'Connor and the staff and these kids will get back to work this week and uh, try and turn this thing around. All right, Mr. Swain, we'll see you at Ankeny Centennial next Friday. Have a good week. Thanks, Mark. Michael.
Mike Swain, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap things up from the Dowling Gym. want to mention our scoring tonight. I know folks are, are leaving, and uh, we haven't rounded out the scoring. And we'll start, first of all, for the Johnson Dragons. And first-year head coach Brian Frick and his staff, Andy Woodley, Bill Proctor, Chris Danner did a great job tonight. Their record now 6-6. Six and six. They're now 2-4 and four in Central Conference play with a 60-55 to 55 win over Dowling. And they were led by Trey Lewis. Didn't start, came off the bench, battled an injury, 21 points for the 5'7 sophomore, Lewis. Rounding out scoring for Johnson, Reed Grant with 12 points, 10 points for Max Rocky, all in the second half. Uh, five points each for Lute Woodley and for Breeze Proctor. Three points for uh, Johnny Leth, and then two points each for Garrett Miller and for Stephen Kramer. Johnson unofficially from the free throw line tonight, 10 of 15. The Dragons came in losing three of their last five games and uh, snapped the two-game losing streak with the win. For Dowling, the Maroons have lost now four in a row, and they fall to eight and five on the season. They're now four and three in Central Conference play. Dowling was led by uh, Ryan Riggs and Drew Daniels, 17 points each, 10 points each for Matt Stilwell and for Omaha Baloo. And rounding out scoring for Dowling, off uh, Michael Keel, who got his first start of the year, he uh, had four points uh, tonight. And uh, Matt Riedel, who came off the bench, did not score for the Maroons. And Andrew Lynch came up with four points tonight off the bench for Dowling. The Maroons went 16 of 18 at the free throw line. And, again, Dowling uh, losing streak now swells to four. They have the week off, and next Friday they travel to Ankeny Centennial for a girls and boys doubleheader. Earlier this year, earlier this month, uh, Dowling defeated Ankeny Centennial by 13 points here at the Dowling Gym. So Maroon's record falls to 8-5. They're now 4-3 and three in Central Conference play. And we'll recap the uh, quarter scores. Johnson jumped out to a 14-8 first quarter lead. And Dowling outscored Johnston 7-6. So the Dragons went in at halftime, leading 20-15 at the half. Third quarter, Dowling outscored Johnston 23-21. As uh, the Maroons cut the Johnson lead to three, 41-38 was a score at the end of the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, Dowling, or Johnson outscored Dowling 19-17, and the Dragons win it 60-55 here at the Dowling Gym. So we want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in tonight. I want to thank our supporters and uh, business underwriters of Iowa Catholic Radio, including Kemen, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, our thanks also to r and Realty Group, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Two Rivers, Glass and Door, and Mercy One. And our thanks to uh, everybody back at the studios of Iowa Catholic Radio. Our studio producer tonight, David Beltram. Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio is Tony Calumet. And we want to thank everybody involved back at the studios. This is our 43rd year of covering Dowling Catholic Sports. I want to thank everybody at Johnson High School, including uh, head boys coach Brian Frick and his staff, Chad Jellick, the girls coach, and uh, the uh, Everybody back in the athletic department at Johnson, including Tamara Nelson. Uh, don't forget, this Tuesday night we have a girls-only game. It'll be Dowling on the road. That'll be our next broadcast at Des Moines East. We'll go on there at 6 o'clock with our pregame. 6.15 tip-off, Dowling at East this Friday. And then next Friday night we'll have a girls and boys doubleheader from the Centennial Gym, Dowling at Ankeny Centennial. And we'll bring you both games beginning at 6 o'clock next Friday. Again, the final scores for the final time tonight in game one, the Dowling girls upend number two Johnston by the score of 75-57. to 57. And in game two, it was the Johnston boys defeating Dowling 60-55. to 55. For my broadcast partners, uh, Steve Deveni and Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadale. Thank you for tuning in and listening to here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 and 94.5 FM, and streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. 
Amadale.com. And again, for our student producer, David Beltram, this is Mark Amadale thanking you for tuning into our broadcast tonight. Have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic David, Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, R&R Realty Group, Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and Tamiya and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.